Alright guys, we're going to start broadcasting in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to Xbox Voice, the Xbox community. This is episode 89, and we have a full panel, tons of news, and no Daniel, because it's going to be a long show. And that guy just doesn't do long shows. <laughs> I'm going to call him out right now. He was like, man, I, I can't handle it. I can't handle the news, can't handle the rush. I got I to gotta take my time. So he's going to be back next week. But let's start off who we do have here. Steve, thanks for coming back on the show. You're amazing. Welcome to the show, hey. Steve. Hey, guys. How's it going? Stevie. <laughs> Live from England. Our international <laughs> show. And you've changed <laughs> your website, right? You had a .com on there? Yep. Uh, if you go to www.steverules.com, it will send you to steverules.co.uk. No, but can't you just make it .com? I I can, but I was um, wary of breaking anything without doing any research. So I need to. I, I just bought, I bought it, and then I'm gonna. I've got it forwarding right now, and then later on I'll, I'll fix it so that it probably just is .com. Okay, I was about to say just go to the end, Xbox Uncut motto of just break it, fix it later. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, Tim. Hey, speaking what's of. Up? Tim is not on camera this week, but he'll be back on camera next week. I heard you're going with the GoPro after what happened last time when you were on camera. And you kept messing with the camera. <laughs> yeah, I got to get something that secures, you know, good to the TV. Yeah, that's cool. We also have Michael. Welcome to the show, Michael. Hey, good to be alive and messing with chat, posting some Kappa faces, having some fun. Yeah. I got some stuff to talk about this week, and it's a good week. We got a lot of news to go through when we get there. So, yep. And then we also have the one and only Vern. Yeah, the throat, not the golden, golden throat, throat, right? No, well, no, we're shortening it, right? You know what? I still, I think it's either <laughs> golden <laughs> or the throat. I like golden better. <laughs> <laughs> That way we can move on to Golden Girls whenever you and Maria do a show together. <laughs> All right. That sounds good. <laughs> I like the Golden Girls, man. I grew up on that shit. My grandma watched that all the goddamn time. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying it's a bad show. I'm just saying. Thank you guys for being friends. And we have a special guest this week. Welcome to the show, Gene. Hey, what's up, everyone? You know, you're you're one of the the people we apologize every time we screw up the podcast. So oh, I just like to make yeah. a personal for, <laughs> apology to Gene. <laughs> but thank you for joining. Oh, no, us. It's, it's a great great podcast. Yeah, yeah. I've been listening since day one, so it's about time. Day that's, one. Wow. Wow. Then yeah, I really do mean it. Stuff. I am so sorry. There was a podcast with you had like this guy doing like. The Joker impressions on yes. there, man. Those are oh, back yeah. Today. <laughs> the Smurfy guy or something, right? Yeah, I don't know. sounded so real. Somebody else. <laughs> oh, I'm so serious. That. All right. But, Gene, you're the only one that wrote us this week. And oh, <laughs> that, that's our letters. We brought them. It's like show and tell, almost. It's like, there, there he is. Go. There's the letter. <laughs> Probably good we don't have letters, but uh, we got a lot of news. Yes. Yeah, actually, it's kind of a good thing. We have so yeah. much news to go over this week. Uh, but thank you so much for joining us, Gene. And, you know, writing in and letting, you know, asking us to be on the podcast. And you, too, can be on the podcast. All you got to do is say, hey, 
want to be on the podcast at letters at xboxuncut.com. I'm going to sit there and make you download like three pieces of software, and then you're going to hate me afterwards, and you'll never listen to the show again. But <laughs> don't worry, Dustin we, will hate you more. At least you yeah. tried. At least you tried. <laughs> but, you know, we're, that's how we're going to. Well, you can definitely get on the show if you'd like to be on the show. But we're going to, you know, continue on. So let's. I guess we should just get right into news. Like, there's so much news to cover this week. Like the Gears of War cinematic director leaves Epic Games to go to Black Tusk to work on Gears of War. Surprising nobody. No, it's good, it's good news. It's, it's good it's, news. It's nice to see that the guys that made Gears of War can continue to make Gears of War. <laughs> I, uh... oh, look at that picture. <laughs> hey, look, the man is happy. All right, he really is happy. He's a stoked individual. He loves him some gear. Greg Mitchell is, you know, a hero because I love the cinematics to Gears of War. So it's it's going to be great. It's going to be, gonna be big. Haven't they got quite a few ex Epic guys? I'm pretty yeah. sure. Uh, Rod, I mean, Fer- Rod Ferguson, right, the main producer of the series, is well, like, I mean, the studio head, right? Yeah, I mean, so uh, other people. Um, He's got the. I remember him talking about one of the QA guys, but I'm pretty sure there's, there's quite a few of them over there now. Pretty much the only guy that's really important that isn't there is Quinn De La Hoya, who is at three four three making Halo. So, you know, that's. I mean, it's, he's keep they're keeping him in the ecosystem more or less, and it makes sense that he did this as a lot of what Epic are doing right now isn't really about cinematics. It's a lot more about just action as free-to-play games tend to be, unless you make a bunch of cinematics. So, you know, going back and, and keep working on what you're working on, that's really cool. I guess my only real issue with this is, why so... Why at this time, not earlier? It seems kind of weird that it's taken this long, because if the games were to be released this year, that's pretty late. So, I mean, Gears of War. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it would have been released this year anyway, but... um you know, this late in development cycle, I mean, I, I guess if they're just going into early alpha, that makes sense. But otherwise, who knows? I I would put a lot of money on it being next year. And this year is going to be some sort of anniversary or collection thing. The way they did Halo yeah. makes a lot of sense. Seems way Could too be early. just Gear 3, Gear 3 remade, something like that. Yeah, well, what they should do is they should do all four of them. But I don't know if after Master Chief Collection they would do it quite like that. How that do you think they could go the about it? How, how do you? What do you think? They're definitely going to have a Gears announcement, uh, yeah, and no, it's no. going to be for this year. But what could it be? Is, I think it just well, could be Gears Three, maybe, like redone. Possibly 1080p. Then, it's, the, it's not the, hitting 60 frames per second. It's the Xbox 360's 10 year anniversary, so maybe they'll anniversary. Gears one, and then they'll sort of stagger the rest of them. That's good too. I'll deal with that. Possibly. I don't know. It's 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 what I wanted them to do with Halo. They didn't do it, but like I said, you know that would make sense. Um, if they, I mean, if they even they just did one, two, and three, because some people don't really harsh on some people kind of harsh on judgment. I think it was okay, story wise at least. But other stuff was kind of eh about it. But who knows? Yeah. Um. The, yeah, only that, that, the, only, the only thing about Gears this year is that it isn't a Gears anniversary, it's an Xbox anniversary. So it's a bit what obvious. About yeah. do, what about doing the beta thing? Like doing uh, uh, pre-beta? Like, I would love know, to like do the, that. I mean, it worked, it might, worked wonders for Gears 3. Right? Might, that that they, beta was awesome. They might yeah. pull the beta thing like they did with Halo 5. 
five in the Master Chief Collection. So, what do you think they could yeah, just I have something new? Because the way it sounded, they, like they said they were, you know, when that whole thing came down, when that uh, developer said that it wasn't coming, um, you know, they sounded like they were talking about something's coming though, like you know, and yeah, you know, there is some what. kind of project. We just don't know yeah. what. Yeah, we'll find out soon. Yeah, here's a war strategy game. I just I buy it. out there. I am put, I am showing the 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 teaser image of Gears of War, the next game. It looks uh, so when, real. Look at that depth of field. When I when I said there sort of an anniversary <laughs> thing, I went more in terms of what they might do to it rather than it actually being the anniversary. Although they did try to release Fable Anniversary at the nine year anniversary, <laughs> but they but they failed because it had to be delayed. But yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. They'll they'll definitely have something this year though. Do you think it'll, do you think that'll be a, a 360 legacy title like like Gears One? What do you think they could do? You think they could do the whole anniversary treatment? Is there enough development time for that? You think or when when you think it started this whole thing? Do you think there's enough development time for that? Well, uh, con- considering that the Unreal Engine Three works on Xbox One, in theory, they could literally just port the game over and then make new graphics and go with that. In theory. But it wouldn't work out like that. They wouldn't. I mean, they wouldn't have to do as much work as they did for a Halo anniversary, where they remake the entire game more or less. Um, Would it be it, harder for the original Gears though, because it's not on the same engine as the other two, two and three, or probably not they're, they're, the they're all on real. They're all on real three. Yeah, oh. they're, they're all different versions. But the problem Halo had was that it, it, you know, it was across four different platforms, eight different engines. Whereas Halo is, you know, okay, even if you use the PC version of Gears one. You know, it's still very similar architecture, same version of the engine. It it it'd be right. a very different project. And and when they when they bought um, Gears yeah, of War, they were very specific to say that they bought all of the previous games as well. And they you know they they would have had plenty of time to do whatever it is that they're going to do. Right. By by the time I assume it won't ship till the holiday. So. So you think it'll be a polished product, like like uh, you know, because the the thing about the Halo Master Chief was it was a good product, but it wasn't polished, and that's what that's what you know. I, I don't want to see that happen again. But I think I think they will have something that's that's good, uh, you know. But it's if not going to be f- fully next gen. I don't think if they keep all the work in house, it'd be a lot more polished. Absolutely, um, it, you know, it's just keeping like you know because because of how much communication um because how much communication it, it can find out can fall apart it's you know it's rough i think that the problem is i, I don't think that they'll do it in-house because i think they're focused too much on original content but i think the problem is not that it was outsourced it was that it was outsourced to was it six or seven different studios whereas if they just picked one and then had a line between, you know, Black Tusk doing Gears and, and Microsoft, and then another studio. Then I think it would, I think it would, it would be a much better project, easy, much easier to manage. Pick someone with expertise in Unreal, multiplayer experience. Well, it's good to have multiplayer, so you, you know, yeah, you're have yeah. that. I think it'd just be one game, to be honest. And I think it, it's going to either be one or three. Three, three ho- would be good. Three would be good because people still play that competitively a lot. And it it's looks the best good, multiplayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, now that you say that, three would make a lot of sense. I mean, 
they could just remaster the multiplayer and I think people would be happy. Honestly. Well, I mean, dedicated servers, that'd be the first time, right? Is 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 it dedicated servers on on uh I think three, three had it. I don't yeah, know. That was still peer to peer. Three that was still peer-to-peer. three? I thought three was dedicated servers and one and two were peer to peer. I think yeah, I think I think that might have been the case. But regardless, you know, um it's gonna be interesting. I mean what they could do is um just do the campaigns for all of them except for three and do the multiplayer. I mean, you know, personally I, I really want to play Horde on X on Xbox One, Gears Three Horde. I would like it if they did all of them, but I don't know. It perhaps they will they'll make some sort of compromise to make sure that it doesn't end up like Halo. I wonder yeah. if they could get away with doing the single player campaigns for all the games and then just doing one multiplayer. That's why, why I said Gears Three. Yeah, I would do Gears Three multiplayer and then then have all three. That's a a great idea. But then now again, you run into when was this idea, you know, talked about and and the ball started rolling. You know, I don't know yeah. how long. Well, that I process, assume it, it seems started like around it, the same time as they purchased yeah. the franchise. Yeah. So what was that about? But I, I a little think over a year a, ago. But I would just twenty fourteen. Then yeah, they have totally. Then they have, this was 2014, dude. Yeah, that's what I meant. It's all right. All right. But I mean, well, the thing is, oh, sorry, Dustin. Uh, well, no, no, no. Like, if you get some more to add, he, he's he's going to wrap was, it up. I was so. going to like push push forward a little bit, but yeah, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is gears, though. I mean, Steve yeah, loves gears. gears. No, no, no. Gears is great. <laughs> Just to throw my, I, I guess I haven't really said anything. Um, <laughs> Horde mode, you got to have it. Rip that off of Gears of War 3 because it's the best horde mode. Uh, the multiplayer, I think you kind of lean more towards... Uh, what is it? Uh, why am I blanking on the name of the, the last one? Judgment. It was really good. The controls felt very tight. But just I, I just want Judgment's multiplayer with horde mode. And they could probably make everybody happy. Honestly. I think they gotta avoid judgment just because of the stigma attached to it. Yeah, I agree. Even if it is better, like I mean, like it's just people attach judgment to failure. So. Yeah, people, it's, more, it's more people just didn't like it as much as yeah. three because three was just such a goddamn masterpiece. But so. let's move on, people. Let's mm-hmm. move on. After 10 million downloads on Xbox 360, Happy Wars hits Xbox One this week. That's right. It comes out on the 24th, so tomorrow you can play Happy Wars. Tomorrow is the recording of this podcast. What? Well, no. I'm going to have the podcast this up as soon as possible. So, Recording of this podcast, not release. Is this even a good game? Happy Wars is an excellent <laughs> game. People love Happy million, Wars, man. Dustin million and I are planning on, uh, We're gonna on live streaming stream that on Monday. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I, I never played it. I Neither played it we. for like five minutes. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, April twenty fourth, it's coming out, uh, and we'll. If you hear the show, you know, on Thursday, which if I can get it all put together in time, then you know it'll come out tomorrow. If you hear the show tomorrow, well, this shit's out. If you're hearing yeah. it on Friday, so might be out now. Don't they do those weird? Yeah. GMT times. I think it might be out like 30 minutes ago for all we know. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll find out. Happy if you're in Australia, check your uh, downloads. 
I, <laughs> yeah. I'm checking now. <laughs> um, Halo the Master Chief Collection update cracks down on quitters. So there was a big update on Halo the Master Chief Collection. Uh, they've essentially added all the ranking in now. Uh, I noticed that I had a rank in my multiplayer games. And it looks like they're going to actually start hitting people pretty hard for just like, oh, I'm just going to quit out of the match halfway because who cares? But we ended up playing, what was it, the night, the night before last? It was about two nights ago, yeah. yeah. And we were having when an the awesome patch time. Came out. Yeah. Uh, the other note was ODST comes out next month. It's good. As well as Relic? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Relic's big too. Where was it? Ranking. But you have to play Halo too to play Relic, so. Yeah. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> Seems like they finally got that game like now squared away. For the most part, there's still some bugs here and there for people, but we had a really good experience a couple of nights ago. Yeah. Uh, we did all big team battle matches. We had four people in the party. Uh, there were no dropouts. Halo drop 3 runs so fucking smooth. It does. They improved that a lot. It feels nice and tight now. Um, yeah, it's, they, it's good. I think they did it so they could get Griff Ball good and going because people have been complaining about not being able to play Griff Ball for a while. Um, you know, I mean, it, it, for some people, it's really important. It still has a competitive scene, a really active, although small, but dedicated competitive scene. So, uh, but yeah. in ranked playlist, quitting a match now is now treated the same as a loss. Quitting is defined as exiting the game in any fashion. If you quit a match, your ranking will be impacted. This may result in dropping a level. All quits and betrayals are being tracked automatically, and the action is being taken against offending players who commit these offenses more than what is considered normal behavior. Is this a rank across all games? No, each game has its own rank. Okay. Okay. Which I think that's the right way to do it because you could be really good at two, but really suck at but three, and you do wouldn't each, want that. Does there. each playlist have a ranking too? Because there's playlists that have multiple games in them. So how do they do? I, I'd imagine there's a player ranking, and there's like a behind-the-scenes player ranking, and then there's yeah. an individual game ranking, so yeah. people can see those differences. Right. That way, they can match people correctly, even if it's across multiple games, which it is often. So bingo. That'd be awesome then. I hope that works out. But we had good games the other night. They, yeah. they, for the most part, they seem evenly matched. So yeah, made improvements that. to Halo 3's controllers, dead zones. That's that's what they did. And it's amazing. yeah, and Halo 3, right? That's yeah. where it was really noticeable. Resolved issues that were causing Halo 3 multiplayer stats to not track correctly. Resolved lighting issues, shading issues. They did. This was actually a fairly big patch. Uh, made improvements to the party system for the whole thing. Wow, that's that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I I need to come back and play this again because uh, that Halo Five beta ruined me. Like, it was just so good. Yeah. That yeah anytime I play this, good. anytime I play the, the Master Chief Collection, is like, yeah, whatever. I think the closest Seems... thing you can get to it is Halo Three. Halo Three feels really fucking good right now on the Master Chief Collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does mm-hmm. seem like the community's starting to come back. Yeah. So that's a good Probably thing. because they bundled it. With every Xbox and it exactly, works now. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I mean, it's it's one of those unfortunate things. I mean, we we have discussed just to death all the issues with this, and I've proposed my own. Like in hindsight, they could have done this, and it might have worked out. But you know, it's just awesome to see that three four three, regardless of the opinion that people hold of the company, are going. We're gonna fix it. We're gonna make 
make it better, and they're doing it every patch to the best of their ability. Yeah. So. I wonder how much longer they'll work on it. Like, after ODST, does that mean they kind of give up on patches and they just do small Absolutely not. There? Or... It depends on, like, if they... It depends on what they decide to do internally. Let's say if they decide yeah. that Halo Reach needs to be in it, like, I think you could see this continued patch sell it. as a... Like kind of a like a, a store almost of like oh you can buy every Halo game inside Master Chief Collection and just keep buying them. But, yeah, I I think that they may end up giving people Reach for free as well before a certain date. You're sticking with that one. <laughs> I'm sticking with it because I mean I'm with you, dude. I love Reach. I want to play that game again. Reach is good. Oh, it's so good. So good. It, it might right. be my favorite Halo game, game just overall so far. So, so I, I, I want to see. I, I think the one, I want to see the uh, the multiplayer when it has vehicles. You know, like uh, you know, the beta didn't have any vehicles, correct? Yeah, yeah. Somebody's beating on their bike. Vehicles. It was all. Uh, it was all uh, infantry maps. Yeah. I mean, when you have a large scale map with that, I think it's going to be really. Impressive. I, I, I think that uh, Halo 5 is going to be a huge game for Microsoft. Obviously. I mean, it's, it is it it is the reason the console exists. No shadow, without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, if, that, if Halo did not exist on Xbox, I don't think we'd be sitting here now talking about it. Well, not it to needs this degree. It, would need, it needs something like that. And I think it might be a Wii U it. podcast. Yeah, yeah. it would be just all Wii U all the time. We need yeah. uh, Oswald. Oh, we'll be talking about hurting, for two months. We'd be hurting. Those damn ads support, you know. We, we got to help Nintendo by supporting them with their own ads. Right. <laughs> <laughs> More odds. Oh, Alright, let's move on to some news that I give two fucks about. That's right. <laughs> First details of De- Destiny's House of Wolves. New Reef Social Space, Queens Bay. All right. That's a big Fern, update. Michael. Uh, more, more Michael. He's I'm more gonna, excited about this, but I want to go let's back give this, to this. Let's do this one with the one that's two minute time limit. <laughs> I'm going to go ah, to bed. I'll be back. <laughs> I figure this is going to be a good 10 minutes at least. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll, I'll make it as succinct as possible. Um, So on Twitch, Bungie showed off the new social space, which was the Reef, which existed in pre-release footage and then they scrapped it they rebuilt it as you do usually um and they decided to create and expand on endgame content in a lot of different directions but they didn't add a raid which had people kind of going why and then they're like but we're adding all this other stuff and people now people have seen it they're like oh i'm okay with this they added the ability to upgrade existing gear to the highest light level so if you do a raid at the lowest level you get that gear now it can become a highest level gear. Um, you know, PvP or whatever can become a highest level gear if it's exotic or legendary, I guess. Um, they added a horde mode style mo- um, thing, which they're going to be showing off next week, week after next, something like that. Yeah. And the new social space. Yeah, the new social space is the big deal, um, which 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 means new ghosts to go find. And apparently they've they 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 took their time getting this out. You know, it's been five months since the big update of the dark below. Right. And they're going, this is a new big update. 
Um, so I, I said after the last stream, okay, I, I want to get back into it, and I probably will soon, probably next week from on the next week's reset. <laughs> that came out kind of weird, but you know, it still has the stigma of being Destiny. So people are gonna hate on it. People are hating on it in the chat. Fine, people can have their opinions all they want. It still is a huge game that gets played a lot. It's still within the top twenty of Twitch. Can, can I that's, can I call it a deal. piece of shit game? Go ahead. You're, you're okay. more than welcome to. Thank you. Well, I, well, I think I this just, will I hold people over there. until comment, though. That's yeah. Yeah. My guess. I that's the, the like I said, I didn't want to really discuss it. I was just gonna you know bow my head, let y'all have your uh, yeah. And that release schedule, it's supposed to be Comet probably in September, I guess, and then do another two expansions, just like the last two that came out, right? And I'm assuming yeah. it's going to be with these same characters, and then Destiny 2 would probably start a brand new character. Who knows? Who knows? I just noticed but, an error, but an I'll error. fix that later. I am error. I just saw Daniel's which name become his Xbox Live name at the same time. I had to fix that. I noticed that. But, uh, yeah, and you're just worried about yourself, we you know. <laughs> uh, hey, pre-show I, I joke. Pre-show uh, joke. I, I told you. I, I, I said, I said, I, I said I noticed that the names were the same on his. Okay. Okay. But, First, all right, so we got through Destiny. Yeah, you made it. We, we did it. I, I, I think I've made it through the coma. Phil's uh, favorite game, I think. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. He he plays it a lot, and I personally find that very concerning. Yeah, he's over two hundred hours in Destiny. Yeah. Destiny's the future of Xbox. That's the the future of the platform. It's the way they're headed. It's certainly, it's certainly supporting like Destiny better than uh, the PlayStation Four ever could. So, let's talk about the Elder Scrolls Online. The beta hits the Xbox One and the PS4 on April 23rd. Yeah, it's out right now. That's right. People are playing it right now. Um, Wait a minute. Oh, the beta. Okay. All right. Yes, yeah. the beta is yeah. out right now. People signed up for this a long time ago, and um, some are getting it, some aren't. So, from what I've heard, it runs really well. Apparently, it is 1080p. It's running at about 30 frames per second, and at fairly high settings. So, um, looks like a good a good version of the game. They did adjust the UI somewhat for the controller and the control scheme looks good. Um, only thing is the game's not going to have add-ons like the PC version does. So, and I'm pretty familiar with the PC version. So if I were playing the console version, I think I might get a little, little annoyed because that means you don't have the, there's no mini map in the game, which is kind of, they go, they go all about, they go with like a compass on the top, like they do in the, I like that games. actually. I, yeah. I they were schools games. I'll yeah, try it, yeah. Wait, yeah, I mean it's worth a, a try. What does it mean? Vern is clearly the Vince of this entourage. Vince McMahon? What? Did I miss something in Twitch chat? It, it, yes. it might be Vince of Entourage. I don't know. Uh, I'm missing stuff in Twitch chat. Show. I think. I don't Pull see it up, bro. I went to reload it or something. Keep that shit up. Who is Vern? Uh, that's Vern. right. Who is Vern? <laughs> There's other add-ons the too um, that I like on there, like. There's no way you're going to get a damage meter, so you won't be able to test out, you know, the best builds, and the best DPS. rotations, stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of a bummer. And then, uh, I mean, that's the biggest one, probably. So, like, with this on consoles, like, um, 
will it be like separate servers for console people or really will they mix it, it with is. pc players and, it, and it's separate servers for regions too i think please do not yeah. message in skype i can't read them without messing up the video <laughs> We'll be good. Uh, well, well, let's let's get this straight though. And the audio heard, comes over OBS. I heard, too. I heard 1080p and 30 frames per second for Xbox One. Yes. What's the competition other than PC? What are they? I running? would assume it's the same. I would assume Uh-oh. it's the same. But um, yeah. Because it's not going to hit 60. Well, it's not going to hit 60 frames per second, but it's an MMO, and those are CPU intensive. So, um. I, I, even if the frame rate is higher on the PS4, more than likely they'll just lock it at 30. I hear so. at E3, Microsoft's announcing blast processing, and that's why they got it up that high. That's what it is. Yeah. No, no, Elder Scrolls' first DX12 game. That's oh blast. yeah, it uses that's blast blast. processing. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's that's <laughs> why everybody heard that so, uh, Sega and Microsoft were working together about the Mo- Joe, Joe Montana thing. It really wasn't all that. It was about getting blast processing for the Xbox One. No, it's it's because there's a, it's because there's a Sega Saturn inside the Xbox One. That's yeah. why it's so big for the blast processing. Uh, All right, we got we got like we got users. Yeah, we got users in here saying that this is an 80 gig download. What's what's going it's, on? I don't think 50, it's 80. It's 65, right? It's it's 50 on a Blu-ray, 15 gigabyte patch. Right. Wow. It's gonna and, blow your mind when you play it. Oh, damn. <laughs> well, I mean, welcome welcome to the world of modern development and MMO. <laughs> That's the size well, I mean, on the PC, PC too. Wait, the and PC is pretty, that large? It's big. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure it's wow. close to that. This is a big game too. I don't think people realize yes. how big this game is. Absolutely. Um, it has three separate factions, each with their own storylines, and you get to do all three factions once you finish the first one. Because, I mean, once you finish okay. one and then do the last section of the game, essentially you finish the main storyline. But they kind of do some stupid storyline that allows you to to play the other two factions as well. Which is cool, though, because, I mean, there's about, what is it, like 250 hours of single-player gaming in this game? Easily, well, I'd my say. My question is... is... The Blu-ray disc that this is going to come on, are they just going to have two discs in the box? Nope. No. Disc no, they're patch. forcing a 15 gigabyte uh, patch. Right. Are, <sighs> Blu-rays are not cheap. Uh, I mean, they're not... Un, they're, they're, there are more expensive options, but it's... You know, it, you, you can only do so it's much... It's bigger than a Blu-ray. It's a yes. huge yeah. file. Well, it's the same. Master Chief Collection had a 20 gig... To, uh, download but um three four three also said that the reason why there wasn't two Blu-rays is because the console doesn't currently support it yet. And the PS4 yeah, is doing the same thing. So I'm assuming both consoles are having issues with that. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully this game came a long way because I remember beta testing this on PC and it was completely trash. It's the same beta. beta. No, I'm just kidding. It's not. <laughs> it's no. I mean, th- this game's come a long way. You got to remember they've added the yeah. justice system, which is a huge difference. You said the so... injustice system. <laughs> it, but yeah, now now Super like heroes. you can get caught for stealing and all that stuff, and you get a bounty on your head, and um, they've they've just they've fixed a lot of stuff in this game. The game is much more balanced than it was at. At launch, obviously, they've added a lot of content. the The veteran level grind at the end of the game isn't as grindy. Um, there's more dungeons, uh, more armor sets. I mean, there's just a lot to do in this game. So if you're looking for an RPG to spend a lot of time in, and you want it to be an online game, it, 
it's worth it. I'd say it's worth the $60, especially if it's running well, like people are saying. Obviously, you want to play the beta and see what you think, but if it's anything like the PC version is right now, I, I think it's worth it. So here, here's the big question. How does this actually compare to, like, WoW? Like, is this anywhere it's very near different. WoW? Or? Well, okay. it's very different. It's not the same kind of thing. I don't know. Um, you don't have to worry as much about cooldowns because you don't have, like, 20 abilities or whatever. You're, you're usually stuck with, like, I think it's six on one bar and six on, on another, so 12 max with weapon swapping. Um, so it's not the same complexity as far as, you know, knowing your rotations and your roles in, in, in the groups. So um, it's a little easier to play uh, if you're not familiar with MMOs. But the combat's also more active, relies a little more on, on Twitch, you know, Okay, yeah, I do than, remember uh, that because I remember... Like World of Warcraft would, you know. So it, it, yeah. there's a balance. It just depends on what kind of game you like. I mean, if you like something more like Guild Wars or The Secret World, I'd say Elder Scrolls is more your style. Um, okay. Yeah. But if you cool. like World of Warcraft, I wouldn't say, I, I, I wouldn't recommend this but, game. But it's but more I mean, console like, it, friendly, so it works. Yeah, but I mean, like towards the end, like when you get to the end game and you start rating. There's no rating. Yeah. There's no rating. Oh. What they have is something called trials, which I believe are twelve man groups. Um, okay. So it's like it's end game content with large groups of players, but it's more about how fast you complete the dungeons than it is actually completing multiple raid bosses. So it's a different type of end game. It's more PvP focused and more like, you know, time trial focused. So they seem to be really focusing on PvP with this game too. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. which is kind of rare for MMOs to to do well. Um I haven't heard much one way or the other of if it is quality or not, but they, they certainly advertise that it's there's a war going on mm. um in this game. Yeah. Yeah, sounds like I'll give it a shot. It's wor- yeah, I'd say it's worth a go. I'd give it a shot. Who's holding the marketing for it? Uh, no one now. Zenimax. Yeah, it was originally Sony because there was going to be that exclusive beta, but or or early beta access or something like that. And after it got delayed, that just kind of went quiet. So I I don't think anyone has the marketing for it. Or at least no outside right. like first-party publisher, you know. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really matter because the game has really lost public eye in a lot of ways, and you know people recognize the name Skyrim, they don't necessarily recognize the name Elder Scrolls. So it it just and if it is going to sell, it's going to sell more on the place it's already been released on, which would be PC, because people associate Skyrim with PCs. So at this point, they're going to market online a little mm-hmm. bit. And then they're just going to let sales come in from people who tell their friends, oh, plays with me. Destiny's boring. Come play this. Yeah. Right. I mean, the, the older the older groups, like the the hardcore guys that remember Elder Scrolls, like Morrowind and stuff like that, they'll know this right away. But like the casual people. Stop making gonna... me feel old because I don't consider those people the older group. Yeah. It's but, okay, dude. You know, how long you ago be was a Morrowind? Fart with me. <laughs> Morrowind was 2003, 2004. All right, the younger people. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> like I don't consider those like yeah they've been playing games a long time. No, you haven't. Nope, nope, nope. If you if you started out in 3D games, you're not that old of a gamer. No, oh. I'm not that old of a gamer. I'm sorry. 
And I was playing 2D shit. I'm the oldest of this group. Yeah. But let's let's move on. Let's move on to a bet, you know, better subjects, bigger downloads. Let's, you know, I think that's where well, we need to head. We need to head to Xbox One celebrates the playoffs with free NBA 2K15 this weekend. So if you're willing to download like a 60 gigabyte game, goodness. Oh no, I'm sorry. It's 46 gigabytes. So you're willing to download 46 gigs, you can play NBA 2K15 this weekend. Totally free. It's awesome. I, I'm going to download it. Just because I haven't played it yet. And I want to see how it compares to NBA Live. Uh, I just wish it would uh, play out till Monday, but it's not. Well, no, it's yeah, 3 a.m. Eastern on Monday, so there's no yeah. way we're going to do it on the... It's a smart time to do this. Yeah. They'll probably pick up a few sales from it. I'm Absolutely. curious as well, but I probably won't download it. Just because it I don't know. It's I've a very large file. I, I, I mean, I have a bunch of interest in sports games, so I really don't care. But, I mean, for the people that have wanted to try it out or at least want to, you know, have their giggles at the face camera thing, you know, it's good for them. <laughs> That's right. Maybe I will download it for that. That was a mess. Was that fixed? Is that fixed yeah, yet? Or no? I don't. I really don't know it, but that was funny, man. It blew awesome. up when it happened, and yeah. nobody just really cared about it since. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, like most things on the internet, right? It's really big for a while, and then it's like eh, we'll move on. Besides us, no, we're just gonna we're go growing. back to destiny. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Halo 3 ODST. Yeah, we already talked about this. comes out <laughs> next month. Yeah. Can't, I cannot wait to play ODST. Oh, gosh. The lighting, yeah, the lighting, the lighting yeah. is what's going to make you go, oh, wow, this really was a good-looking game. All right. Yeah, now, this, this, just, this is two articles coming up. Um, and I, I'm coming. I'm going to let Steve kind of – this was his idea to talk about this. But Alan Wake's sequel – was shown well kind of concept video a concept video introducing yeah. the alan wake 2 you will never play is what polygon posted uh, and they got a prototype video which i'm not gonna play all that but steve i tell me about I, it. I have so basically polygon just published an article brian crescent went to to remedy about Alan Wake 2, you know, this was the Alan Wake 2 that you never get to play, and they, you know, they had like a 13 or 14 minute long video, sort of from the, uh, they'd obviously done like a, a concept thing to, to show Microsoft or other publishers, and it looks, you know, it, has, it looks great. I haven't watched all of the video, because it made me want to cry, but, um, you know, it, there was sort of, sort of, uh, it looked much better than Alan Wake, sort of what they were sort of intending to do. There seemed to be sort of a lot more interaction with the environments. The AI seemed improved. Combat seemed a bit more fluid with a bit of, um, sort of less repetition. I mean, you know, you're never going to work out where a long game's going to be like compared to the video, but it seemed like there was a big improvement. And, you know, it was sort of Sam Lake sort of talking to, to Polygon sort of about the game, what their plans were, you know, the fact that, you know, they, pitched it to Microsoft and to multiple other publishers um, and sort of no one bit. And then they sort of went back to Microsoft for Quantum Break. Um, and then there was sort of some, uh, sort of another a follow-up article that that sort of talked about um, the fact that, you know, they may go multi-platform with it. Basic, basically, the entire article sounded to me like it was some sort of power move. You know, they talked about, being in talks with Microsoft for a remaster 
of Alan Wake. And obviously there was that leak recently of Alan Wake remastered edition from a survey. Um, you know, they talked about talking to other partners and there was a quote from Phil Spencer in it um, as well. He was asked about these articles and he talked about how, I think the, sort of, the gist of it was that they didn't do a sequel and then it ended up selling much better than they thought that it would because it's, you know, the franchise is at four and a half million units and right. 3.2 million of which are for the base game i think they suggested in the polygon article um so phil spencer was talking about seemed as if he was saying well perhaps we should have done a sequel but um yeah i mean check out the article on polygon somewhere because it you know it's really yeah. interesting but um i i think that it was a power move to Feels get like microsoft it. to make up their decision do you want this do you not because you know remedy own alan wake whereas microsoft own quantum break so, you know, and I think they if they lose, yeah, if they lose, if they so, lose that, it would be, you know, that'd be bad. I think. <laughs> I mean, as I said, you know, they, Remedy talks about talking to other partners, but Remedy have always said that you know Microsoft are our publishing partner. You know, Remedy have said that it was financially successful, um, and all these other things. And it's like you know, if you look at something like Rise, where Microsoft cancelled it because they wanted to win the IP and Crystek said no. Mm-hmm. As I said, I think it's it, going to happen again, yeah. Yeah, I think it's, Remedy will just say... That okay, would hurt. That, that would hurt Microsoft. Else. That would definitely be a blow. At least I, I would feel like, you know, that's the, the way the developer sounded, uh, or the guy that was, I read that article, he sounded like, you know, it sounded like he was going multi-plat, but I don't know if he was just kind of being blown off steam or whatever. Because the fact of the matter is, is uh, Alan Wake 2 is going to be a huge game, and that's definitely something they want to have in their in their uh, for their IPs, you know. But if they lose it, yeah, it's think, a big deal. It's a big deal. I think I, Phil put him aside and told him to shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> come on, Phil's not going to let that slide. He's not going to let that go away. Well, I yeah, think the, the the problem for Remedy is that it, it took them a long time to make Alan Wake. And then Quantum Break has taken them a long time also. I mean, you know, as it is, it's, you know, it's, it's been delayed to early 2016 for Quantum Break. So they're obviously now looking at what's next. And Remedy are 60% bigger. They said they were 85 people during Alan Wake. They're now 135. And it definitely seemed to me like they want to do a couple of projects, Quantum Break That's 2, right, Alan yeah. Wake 2, you know, if Microsoft want Quantum Break 2. Um and, you know, so it seems to me like the, the ball is very much in Microsoft's court. And, you know, it'll be well, interesting. They, to they have to, they, they, they should definitely secure that. Because, like I said, I think uh, Alan Wake 2 is going to be even a bigger game than Alan Wake. I remember no that game. I remember, just not to, not to interrupt, but I remember that game. Everyone was saying that game failed. Because I, I remember it was in the forums and they said it failed and it was like, it was a joke. That game did it had legs, and I, and like I said, a, a sequel is will I think with next gen it will be excellent. It'll be an excellent game. Well, no, I, I agree. I think they need to get it out there before it turns into the next gen move. Like they need be a, they need to work on it and get it there. I don't, but I think more than anything they need to do this for the PC fan base. Yeah, of um, course. It's, I mean, that's been one of the issues lately is them never coming through for for the PC. You know. And this is the game that would help with that because there's a big uh, remedy fan base that is PC only, honestly. So, um, yeah, they need to 
to cure it for that as well. I, my problem, I mean, as I said, you know, Microsoft have got this big thing about owning IPs, but Remedy have worked exclusively with Microsoft since 2005. I mean, okay, they're only released two games, but you know, they, they've got all this thing about owning the IP and stuff, but I don't really see what difference it makes because I don't think Remedy will go multi-platform if Microsoft want to keep them around and if there's anything that I would let it keep for it's for you know a long-term partner that, that seems like it's been a good relationship and you know they you know have another a big new IP coming from Microsoft I mean unless there's sort of some wrangling over exactly you know they talked about possibly an episodic game or whether they want a big AAA yeah. game that sort of thing but the only reason you know, why I think it's it's not to interrupt but it's the only reason uh why I think it's it's um, at risk is because of the the base. I think you know I think that Remedy might be seeing that PS4 base and saying you know what this we could go out on both of these and we'll make a lot of money because you know that Sony fans would buy that game even though they said they hated it but they will buy that they, they will buy that game and um, well, you know, I, I'm sorry. I mean I think that that could be what Remedy uses the bargain tool because the thing is, is that um, I don't know I mean it might it must surely be easier for a developer like Remedy if they were working for one publisher on you know sort of one one platform one or two platforms I mean I don't know how well they would work you know if they were trying to develop something multi-platform they haven't done it before well, well they haven't done it since sort of since Max, Max Payne right and Max Payne was what well no it was on PC Xbox and PlayStation 2 right but, I, I guess mean, they're, I not, they're, they're not that big of a studio, right? No, 135 is really small. That is a very small studio for the qualities of games that they present. That is teeny, really, really small. That's now let's compare it. Studio. Let's compare it to Assassin's Creed. How many people work on that game? A thousand. thousand. But I mean, the thing is, is that you know. The question, you know, looking at the studio size, you know, obviously they are quite a small studio, but I mean, if, if Microsoft had gone ahead with that Alan Wake 2, I, you know, I don't think it would have taken them, you know, sort of until 2016 to get it. I think, it, you know, it would have been a much quicker production and they would have got it on Xbox 360 in, you know, three years or so. Um, because, you know, because I think it, a lot of it is to do with the tech, you know, but the problem is, is that they then had to go and make new tech to make it, you know, look good on Xbox One. So I, th I think you know if they if they were to continue to expand and work on a, you know a couple of projects, I think it'd be great. But I think I think it would be utter madness if Microsoft didn't didn't publish it and sign them up. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I really hope they keep it because they're like one of my all time favorites, and you know would stink. Yep. Yeah. All right, guys, let's move along. Phil Harrison. Well, there's two things about Phil Harrison. He's officially left Microsoft. And he's moved on to starting his own startup using Microsoft's secret Microsoft technology that nobody Ooh. knows about. That we have no what idea what it is. Secret. But wow. It sounds like he's not making a game studio. It's honestly it sounds like he's doing HoloLens work. To me, that's what like all the hints are. Because he's like we're not like a game studio, but if like we were living next to each other, I'd be the guy next to your neighbor. Like it would. So it's he's. It doesn't sound like he's making games, but Hololens stuff that's going to be gaming related. That or um, server side stuff. Yeah, that'd be that'd One be very. Um, 
It'd be very possible. Very, very possible. But if he's using secret technology that Microsoft does not share with anybody, more likely it's going to be whatever he's doing is going to be exclusive to Windows PC and Xbox. I can't imagine Microsoft would let him have like a keys to a certain technology and let him go anywhere he wanted with it. But it's a new Microsoft. Who knows? They might just be like, hey, port that to iOS. Enjoy that. So why does this guy get so much heat? Like, a lot of people don't like him. Well, he left Sony because he wasn't moving up. And then he left Microsoft because he wasn't moving up. (laughs) People just joke around and call him a double agent because he worked for Sony. And then once he started at Microsoft, not long after things went south that's that, yeah. that's the running joke i think people are just making fun of that honestly at one he hasn't time done anything really awful yeah. he hasn't said that much bad stuff either compared to the other executives yeah he was kind of just another executive like there was no yeah. there was nothing about like if you ask me aaron greenberg it's like yeah that dude's fucking awesome i know him on twitter he's blah 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 and i have a list of things i could tell you about him phil harrison with xbox I don't know. Like he's never really yeah. talked. He's just Phil Harrison. Like he didn't even get the thing right with Connect to how it wouldn't. You know, uh, I think um, Mike Futter of uh, I don't know who he works for. I had a big fight with him though. He made an art. He works for a big publication, but he uh, Phil Harrison uh, something when the Connect was was taken out. He didn't even know the answers to like general questions, and he and he went on <laughs> and he went on and he went on, and then like two weeks later. Like the same thing that he said you couldn't do, what they were doing, and 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 Mike Futter went Futterish or whatever his name is went completely nuts, and uh, I remember arguing with him about that. But yeah, he seemed really out of touch. Like you know, I, I that's my take on him. Like I tweeted him a lot, but it was always just like, you know, like he would respond whenever he was just just like a thank, like he would just say thank you. He was always classy, but. You didn't, you didn't. I didn't get any kind of passion there. At his biggest, he was with Sony, and I remember in, he was like a real big shot, like 2007. He, he did and, some good stuff with Sony, actually. Yeah, and then he went downhill. Yeah. Well, the I he well, he did. Um, I, th- I suppose his sort of biggest accomplishments at the time were PlayStation Home and Little Big Planet, which was quite big at GDC. Yeah. Um. But Let's I, all I take actually... a moment to remember PlayStation Home. Moment's <laughs> <laughs> <What>? done. <laughs> what? Which thing? I, what? I mean, Phil Harrison's, I think, one of Wait, one I, of I remember, just things. throw it out there, I remember walking in and waiting 30 minutes for each load screen because it would be like, hey, you want to get this level? Like this area over here, just like cross the block. That's a 10 gig download, so just wait a minute. We'll boot you Remember up. Remember when they ready. advertised that Warhawk war table? Yes. But everyone was going to use it to make strategies for Warhawk? Yep. No one was ever in that damn room. No one even tried it. I <laughs> or what you just wanted to play bowling in PlayStation Home with a friend, but all the lanes were picked, already packed up. And you couldn't yeah. do it. Yeah, you were stuck playing some shitty arcade game on the side. Yeah. Or you had to pay to watch a watch movie trailer. Yes. Yeah. That was smart. <laughs> PlayStation Home. I hope that Microsoft's watching that and they, they make their own version. Yeah. I think it's ingenious. Please don't. Please like services. never do that. Ever. They can sell a lot of hats. It's <laughs> what made the PS4 so successful is the 
the impact PlayStation Home had on PS3. I'm sorry, Steve, when I went on a tangent about a service that everybody loves and enjoys <laughs> that is now gone. Um, all I was going to say was that Phil Harrison's, I think one of his big things was like Lift London and and they've been around for years and they've not released anything as yet. And oh. they're, they're, I mean, they're supposed to be on sort of touch devices and PC projects and then they added consoles to their Twitter bio. But, you know, we, and we saw that Eden Falls had some leaked Windows Phone 8 achievements, but they haven't released anything. And then they got merged with Soho Productions who did Upload Studio and then there were loads of redundancies and stuff. So I don't, I, I don't I think that probably helped his cause if he wanted to move up. Yeah. It just seemed out of touch to me. Like you know, I don't know. I'm, I, they put Kudo in his position pr- pretty much. I think. Yeah. And, uh, Kudo was—he's—he's he's not really. I, I, he's behind-the-scenes type guy. You know, I don't know what he's about. Yeah. I, I actually saw Phil Harrison just before the Xbox One launch. I went to Gamer Expo, and I went to the Xbox Talk. Phil Harrison is a very tall and very bald man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I, he is. I, I, and I mean that in a, in a in a polite way. Like it was it was impressive. At, 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 you know. Like he must have had some like special head wax. Yeah, <laughs> he, is he was bald as a sun bitch. No, <laughs> he's like nine foot tall. He was born bald. Possibly. Yeah, but it, it wouldn't surprise me. Like, and it was you know there was sort of like a, a shine. It was I was genuinely in awe. Wow. So it's like Yul Brenner bald, right? Yeah. Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't sort of like some sort of straggling sort of bits of hair there. That is just you know it was shined and Mister Clean. Can, do we really need to move on from a bald head? I, I, yeah. I'm just I, I don't <laughs> yeah, know a good segue from bald head. I think we do. Yep. Mass Chief Collection Halo Five trailer highlights Spartan Lock Gear exclusive to GameSpot or Stop pre-orders. Uh, I think I'm not the only one that messes up there. I do that all the time. It's because but, uh, we're old. Yeah. As we get old, we're going to keep doing more and more things like that. I remember that, that news site, the GameStop. I remember it. <laughs> the game short, a dollar late. <laughs> <laughs> the gaming stop. The, ga- the gaming stop. All right, let's talk about Halo 5 Guardians, people. Who Who's watched this trailer? I think Who, all of who's been in the yeah. controversy of is it live action? Is it CGI? Is it gameplay? Is well, it? It's like game assets. It's game, no, they already said it's game assets yeah. running yeah. in a CGI format. So yeah, it's is it going to have that aliasing? Fuck no. Well, that form of anti-aliasing. Anti-aliasing. Yeah, yeah. it's not going to be that clean looking. But... Nowhere near that clean looking. But look cool though. I mean, yeah. it, it looked like the same kind of movement and combat that we saw in Halo 5 beta, so. I'm looking forward to it. Hello out there, all my... Oh no, I'm playing other people's content on our channel. I just, when I see this, I wonder, what's it going to be like to control Master Chief in this game? Is it going to be different than what we're seeing from the the new Spartan suit, you know? Um, Because if if you're controlling Master Chief and you're doing all these crazy things like the Halo 5 beta and what we saw in this trailer, it's going to be kind of weird. Um, so I'm curious how they're dealing with that. If it's going to be two in the different story? types of gameplay. Yeah. No, yeah. but hey, like Master Chief at the end of 4, not to spoil uh-huh. it, but he takes off his suit. 
Yeah. It wouldn't so be shocking he if he gets a new suit. Yeah. Absolutely. He got a new piece yeah. of, you know, a new armor yeah. set. So the yeah. new armor set's going to probably bring him up to a lock's abilities. And they're going to. But they'll have to change up. his design, too, right? No, not too much. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because if they don't upgrade him, it's going to be a serious handicap. Just. No, but the thing yeah, is, just... right now, if Locke fought Master Chief in his old armor, they're about equal in strength. But once Master Chief gets Locke's armor, yeah, Master not... Chief becomes over. really OP because yeah. of the. What, what, Michael, he's a Spartan 3, right? Block is a Spartan 4. Spartan 4. Mash Chief's a Spartan 2, correct? Yes. And Spartan 2s are already OP as shit. Yes. Even compared to Spartan 4s. Absolutely. But, I mean, Spartan, Spartan 4s are essentially a refined adult version of Spartan 2s. Spartan but 4s they have are... better armor, and that's where they kind of make up for it. Well, uh, more, advanced, more advanced technology-wise, better is very... Better is a very specific term because... The Mjolnir armor is really powerful. What Spartan fours wear isn't the same class of Mjolnir. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of there's a lot of shit that goes into talking about those things. <laughs> um, were, were the Spartan fours giving like those steroids that uh, like the Spartan twos? They or? were, but not in the same extent as what Master Chief was giving. Because they didn't have their skeletons augmented, right? Yeah, they didn't grow exactly. with their skeletons and stuff. They don't have the same reinforced bone structure. So, yeah, because Jason was explaining it to me because he he's with you, Michael. He knows all this fucking story shit to it that. And I'm probably get it wrong, but Mass Chief is more genetically heavily modified than what Spartan fours are. Yes, but Spartan fours use their armor more to make up for that issue. Yes. So if you take somebody like Mass Chief and put him in more of Spartan fours armor, you just get somebody that's extremely stupid and kind of not fair but that's the only way you're going to have him jetpacking around like Locke. not necessarily because they could just take the um milner mark six and just upgrade it with the technology that make that gives like the that gives like the jump pack and everything you know and everybody so. in the chat's like y'all are fucking nerds it's all right man everyone's got their <laughs> thing they're nerd about and and it's worth it's worth noting that this that this GameStop promotion is just unlocking the customization set early. You can still get it through other means, which is good. Oh, I thought you were getting the actual armor thing. Like it a, is, it, it is okay. an armor, it, it's an aesthetic thing. It just I don't think it has like a big, like 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 all armor in Halo. It hasn't a real impact. It's just a cosmetic. Yep. Have you guys been following Hunt the Truth? Absolutely. Last episode, how they ended it. That was some Kubrick level shit. It was. Yeah, it was good. It's definitely good. Great writing, great voice acting. Can't wait to see the next episode. Some of the best PR since I Love Bees. That yes. Doubt. That's gonna all roll into freaking into Halo Five, which is gonna be fun. <sighs> Team Master Chief. That's right. Chief. But he basically everything that in the multiplayer that they showed off. In that, in that, in that, the CGI trailer, um, that was they had the the. It looked like he had the uh, the thing that catapults you. The um, I I can't think of the word right now. You know where it keeps you up, like the Titanfall. Then they had the, um, the jump the, pack. Yeah, the jump jet pack. Then they had the the punch down, which uh, you know that was another ability. But they didn't show anything new, right? 
Like I mean, another... he crashed through a wall. That was yeah. pretty cool. And he also and, grabbed onto one of those... Uh... A banshee. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if air hijacking and you can burst through certain walls... Yes. Yes, I'm, I'm into that. All right. Speaking of beautiful bald heads, uh, Locke's <laughs> got a pretty beautiful bald head, right? Right? It doesn't look as good, though. It's not the same. I trust the English no. guy on this yeah. one. <laughs> Steve's like, you had yeah. to be there. You, you had just, to be you there. Had, had to, see yeah. it when you saw your reflection in the back of his head, it's magical. But, yeah. uh... Yeah. Alright, E3, Phil Spencer wants to focus on first-party exclusives on and Xbox games. Just mm. he, he really wants to go, hey, we got a more studios than anybody the fuck else. Let's show what they're working on. That's what it sounds like. Um, well, there's different ways to look at this. You know, do you, do you look at it as an, oh, wow, they're, you know, doubling down on first-party. This is great news. Or does this mean, hey, guys, we're not having great relationships with third parties now because of sales, and... We didn't want you guys anyway. We're going to talk about first party. So oh, it, you can look at it in two different ways. You know, I'm curious what is, we see. The thing is, I mean, Bethesda and now Square Enix have both announced press conferences. And I don't think, I, I don't know if Square might have done them years ago, but not quite. I'd like to think they will this year. So it seems to me like, yes, you know, perhaps they're not sort of got so many third parties on stage sort of thing but it also seems to be that perhaps third parties also want to have their own shows that you know they've got a lot to show and there's just too much to fit in from both you know microsoft games third party games excuse me so i think it's um you know i think it's a good sign there'll obviously be third party stuff there as well um but as you know it's, it's good that they are building for first party and i'd be interested to see sort of you know, the new partnerships they've got, you know, you talked about sort of new IP, you know, anything else sort of surprising that might be coming internally, perhaps something from Lionhead that's not Fable Legends, Twisted Pixel, Press Play, Black Tusk. Yeah, I hope when he said one new IP, I, uh, I hope he wasn't like being like literal with that, like just they one. He never like, said one, like... he just said what? new IP, and he yeah, used he okay. IP as a plural version, so. Good, all right, good. He could good. be talking about multiple. Well, I mean, Twisted Pixel and Press Play are both on new IPs, so that's that's more than one, and he didn't specify AAA. So, you know, I think, you know, as Van said, I think there'll be there'll be some new stuff, there'll be some old stuff, you know, as usual. All right. I, don't, I, I really can't see this as a bad sign because I'm always the opinion that if you rely on third party to get your system out there, there's some there's some shaky ground in doing that because you know you should be doing your job as the publisher that has studios under your arms to make good games so uh hey if this is the case that's cool and you know like you guys said you know Bethesda and Square yeah, Square, Square have gone and made their own shows which is cool right um, that's going back to traditional days of E3s where Konami had a show and Tecmo had a show. Um, Activision probably had a show at one point. They only have like three, sh- they only have three games they put out every year that people give a shit about. So, no, but um, the biggest complaint most people have had with Microsoft's E3 presence has been the fact that they've relied so heavily on third, third party. party. Yeah. And 
as of right now, Phil Spencer has been all about trying to do more of what the community wants. And everybody's been like, they need to focus more on first party. Sounds like they're doing it this year. And I don't think that's in the, like, well, we're going to drop third party support. No, they're not doing a Nintendo. I think they're just going to go, hey, let's give what the fans what they want. And let's, let's show them what we're doing with our first party studios. Let's, let's, they have a ton of them. Um, and I still think they're going to run short on time. I think they're going to, if they stay with their hour and a half, you know. No, they need at least two hours the way this is. No, no, I agree. But it's, they, like every, I think every single one of their E3s always has been an hour and a half long. Yeah, and and they better not try to, like, you know, share out, you know, share the time with like Hololens or VR. I, I would be so pissed. Oh, uh, you're gonna get that. So just be pissed now. Oh man, this, this year it's gonna though, exist. But I, me that I don't think this year. It just, I mean, Phil Spencer did say the Hololens didn't stop them doing something in VR. So maybe they've also got a VR partner. But I, I mean, things that Microsoft you know, has to, good relations with Facebook. That's all I'm saying. But I mean, every no, time I they talk about Hololens, they make it seem like it's it's a long way away. And I'm mm-hmm. not, you know, it, Hololens will obviously be at E3 and E3 in the future. But I just don't think this is this is it. I don't know if it's going to be a big gaming focused thing. I think it's going to be something that uh, you can do with gaming, and it's probably cool for some people. But I think it's a multi-purpose. I think their their idea is a multi-purpose type deal. You know? Oh yeah, definitely. You know, uh, well, it's, it's like, really cool unless technology. They have, unless they have an event for HoloLens before this, I can't imagine they're going to get too much into HoloLens. Because right. it'd they're be weird have, for them well, to say, it works, and look at this very early tech demo, which we're going to show two journalists, and then we're going to take it to a gaming show. Like, the, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. They'll have their own event for it. Yeah. I mean, you know, they you know they do have HoloLens Studios, but the thing is that what those did... Uh, LXP, SOTA, uh, Platform Next, and I think there's another one, Function Studios, but they were all at the the Windows 10 event, you know, they, the, the Mars demo, um, some of the, the other demos, you know, so, so you know, the studios that they do have, I mean, they're obviously probably working on more than one thing, yeah. but, you know, we've already sort of seen a bit of what they're working on, so I wouldn't expect them to go and show, um, you know, have too much to show now anyway, so... Yet. <laughs> well, let's move along then. So, Dustin, I got some yeah. big news for you. You're gonna like this. What? What? Marvel and Telltale are partnering for a game in 2017. Oh okay. man, that's awesome. I know it's not DC, but I, like still. I was about to say, I'm a DC guy. I mean, you're sitting here like this is big news for Dustin, and then it falls <laughs> fell flat. Uh, well, that's cool. What do you like that at all? <laughs> I, I'm more of a DC guy. I'm sorry. Like, Marvel's interesting. I know you're more of a DC guy, but this is, you know, comic book superheroes working with Telltale. That's pretty cool. That is cool. I like it. Okay. But I, They're also working with fucking Minecraft. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Look, the thing is... Oh, man. That's a good thing. I enjoy Telltale so much. But their games are slowly starting to wane on me. Just a little bit. If Telltale comes out and then they show the next this Marvel, Minecraft, whatever next gen games that they're doing on a new engine, and just Minecraft uh, Marvel presented by Telltale, they should have stayed away the same from thing. Minecraft. Be funny. 
it's, Minecraft is just a whole. I don't know how they're gonna pull that one off because that's that's just weird. No, it's easy because it's like just it's doing the Lego movie. Like it's literally how are you gonna pull off Legos? Like that's easy. We already have sell themes to Minecraft. We can have a Simpsons themed character in Minecraft the movie, you know, or t- Minecraft the Telltale game or whatever they decide. They're gonna they're gonna rip off what Lego does easily. The question I don't know. Is, it doesn't have the same vibe like the you know the Walking Dead type series where the you you know it was like that spinoff of the Walking Dead and it was just so interesting. But yeah. Minecraft is like, come on. I, look, Steve really? is a very interesting person. I, I, if you knew a person that could go up to a tree and just punch it and break it down like that, I think you'd write a movie about it. They're gonna deal with Hero Brian. Uh, it's uh, tell. I mean, Minecraft is like. It's like a destructible environment. I mean, it's open world. You know, Telltale games, that's not their strength. I mean, it's pretty linear. Even though, you know, you can do a lot of things, it's still pretty linear. I'm just curious to see how they pull that one off. No, I agree. But I think they're more looking at it as a we can do whatever story we want because there's not a story there. I have faith in it just because of how they've handled Borderlands. Yeah. You know? But I guarantee you Microsoft has more input than any other studio when it comes to what they're going to do with Minecraft for Telltale. I bet they're concentrating on that very hard. But let's move on, people. Let's talk about the biggest news of the week, without a doubt. Everybody's been talking about it. The Batman v Superman trailer. No, uh, Battlefront. (laughs) Star Wars Battlefront will have offline single player and won't use Battle Log on PC. That is fucking amazing. That's really good. That is fucking great. I can't believe... I'd be tempted to buy it on PC just because I don't have to use Battle Block. Because that system is atrocious. Uh, And the side story to this, Star Wars Battlefront will have playable women stormtroopers. Now, this has been a controversy in the trailers for the new movie, the game. I don't care if there's black stormtroopers. I don't care if there's female stormtroopers. But could you please explain why they're not all clones? That's all I want. An explanation. Tell me, yeah, hey, the clones I, died. I, I, and I then we you. need to... Okay, you just give I me a second. But, like, I want to know, did the clones die? And then they were like, hey, we need to start putting recruitment centers up everywhere. Then everybody starts becoming stormtroopers. That's awesome. But I think they need to actually put that in the universe, like in a movie. Because the books aren't canon anymore. It's just the movies. So, I think this is explained in Star Wars Rebels, the animated series. But oh. basically, because the clones were grown so quickly, right, to get to, to get to the point where they could fight really fast, they accelerated that, that, that accelerated aging, killed them off. So okay. they ended up just recruiting from um, Outer Rim colonies and stuff like that to fill the ranks. Right. So that's why. Well, they need to put that in a fucking movie. I want to see... Who knows? Maybe they will. I, I want to see citizenship... No, service... Uh, what, what is the, the motto in Starship Troopers? Service... Uh, service for citizenship. Yeah. No, but it has a better saying than that. They're going to have to explain it somehow in the new movie coming out based on yeah. the characters we've seen. So. Yeah. No, I'm all down for it. I'm cool with it. Uh, I don't want to come off as like some kind of service guarantee citizenship. Yeah, that's what it is. Service guarantee citizenship. But I want to see those like Starship Trooper posters in Star Wars, where it's just like, yeah, you need to become a stormtrooper. You need to f- fight mm-hmm. for fucking the dark side. Like fucking, this shit's great. I love it. I, I, 
I've just, I, like Vern said, I, I'm kind of a comic book nerd. I'm just like a nerd overall, so I want to know all the little story elements to it and why things are happening the way they're happening. And I, I love getting into a universe like that because stars, Star Wars is really very, very... I don't know. Star Wars is alright when it comes to its lore because they've kind of killed everything since they're going, the movies are the only canon. Um... But it seems like with the resets and modern universes, like nothing really has a very defined very feature yeah. set. Because oh. I was just thinking, like even Star Trek has now completely been reset. Like they just fucking yeah, fuck everything. We're gonna just do what we want to do. <laughs> the only thing I hope is that they they bring back Galactic Conquest because that was yeah. just such a fun mode. It was you got to make your own battle path and have upgrades and it was just a fun mode I, ho I do hope they bring it back in some way shape or form i mean but the thing is like right now it's like don't even bother pre-ordering it from some it was forbes or whoever it was which is like shut up have you touched the game shut up you know it's one of those one of those stupid things where you know people are so defensive of this thing or that thing or consumer activism and all this sort of crap it's like there's a point where reaching beyond what's known is damaging to the game before it's even out. And when you're speaking from nothing but bullshit and from hearsay, it is an issue to me because it's like they have a marketing that they're going to do. Don't tread over that marketing until it starts after that, at that point, fuck them, go nuts. But until then, all this baseless speculation is just going to make people hate something they haven't seen yet. So, and that's not good for any game. It doesn't matter who it is. That's bad for people. So I hope, I hope they cut that shit out real soon. I just hope it works. The launch. I think that's what a lot of people hope. Yeah. So, Oh, uh, happy wars is available now. So is SWAT on master chief collection. <laughs> Ooh. SWAT. People yeah, are going to be super excited about SWAT in the Master Chief Collection. <laughs> a, a SWAT playlist, because SWAT game modes have been available, just like you know, custom yeah, games, not, not a playlist. Separate playlist, yeah, that's awesome, actually. People are going to love that. Yeah, yeah oh, Happy, Happy Wars. Wars. You can download we're it play now. Some tonight. Uh, no, we got to wait until Monday. No, but does it have to be completely it's fresh? Be a reaction? First experience. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's the we'll, point. We'll wait. That's hard to ask. Well, at least we can play SWAT tonight. <laughs> There's plenty we can play. I think you have enough games, and so do I. I know. All right, let's talk about Black Ops 3, Ember Tease. I like the teaser to it. I thought it was good. Uh, it seemed more like a movie than a fucking game that teased it. But uh, I don't think I'll buy it because it's fucking Call of Duty, and I'm fucking tired of it. People, people have noted just how similar it is to Deus Ex and that it seems to be less about <laughs> robot limbs and more about augmentation, Yeah. which to me is always interesting because I'm a huge fan of the Ghost in the Shell series, which is all about human augmentation and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll be invested in checking it out. You know, I haven't bought Advanced Warfare yet. I'd like to. It seems like stuff that it seems like I'd enjoy it, but... You know, there were four reveals in three days, so we don't we don't have long to wait. I'm curious. 
So I like card. I liked Advanced Warfare. The the campaign. Steve liked Advanced Warfare. It's good. <laughs> Just saying, I did. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we should talk about Conquer. Conquer's out. Oh yeah. It's so ten dollars if you want the episode and the. I guess the creation pack for it, and it's five dollars if you just want to play the episode. God, there was that trailer they showed of all the stuff people had made. Oh my yeah, gosh, I, I forgot just how incredible Project Spark is for that sort of stuff. It's well, kind of, I really I, love the Plants vs. Zombies clone with cool. the, the fucking cool. the characters walking across it. It was just perfect. It was like, yeah, that's Cocker. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and oh, but um. One of the one of the things they did did like what our idea for New Conquer was, where he goes through different games, right? They had one where he was like basically alien isolation, but it was Conquer, and yeah. like you could see like one of the dead um, corpses of a, I guess it was a squirrel or whatever. And it's like that that's ultimately what Conquer would be if it was made modern. It's you know a parody of a bunch of video games, because I mean Conquer back in the day was a parody of a bunch of movies and. Nowadays, people would rather they play video games. They're so. finally stealing our idea. Oh no! <laughs> I mean, the guy who made that was a was a show was a show listener. But it, yeah, I still I'm dreaming that one day the resolution will change, and you're picking up stuff in Conquer. I think that'd be great. But yeah, Conquer looks awesome. Um, I don't know if I'll buy it. I'm gonna play somebody's levels. Five that makes bucks. Them. I don't know. Like I. Uh, um, I'm going to get it and see. I'm going to get the $10 pack, even though I have no intention, just to just to give them money and say, hey, if you want to make more Conquer, here is my £8 contribution. It's a good <laughs> idea, actually. All right, let's move on. Well, there's no other news. Anybody have any news? That's all. There is something. one other piece of oh, news. Um, go ahead. Uh, no, well, go ahead, Michael. Mine's kind Jason, of a big piece of news. Jason from Mortal Kombat X is coming out May 5th. So, yeah. You're going to play that horror movie icon. It's going to be out soon. Okay. Very soon. All right. Microsoft posted earnings, their quarterly earnings, Ouch. and Xbox was down, what, 24%, I believe? Yeah. Uh, it's 1.6 million 360 plus Xbox One shipped. Yes. Wow. So what was going on is they had done a shitload of promotions when it came to the they lowered the price of the console. They threw in tons of games. They allowed people to throw in their games. They fucking gave people discounts. They gave, they did a million ways from Sunday to get people to buy Xboxes. And even though people did buy Xboxes, now it's coming to bite them in the ass because now they got to pay for all that. And that's what we're looking at. That's where you that, start seeing huge that. And there's discounts. no Titanfall for this quarter. Yeah. Um. So they don't have that big game to push consoles. And- and also, um, uh, this is probably partly from uh, overshipping to the retailers through the holiday season as well. So there's a lot of contributing factors to this. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it has to do with. Uh, honestly, I think a lot of it has to do with all the discounts. It really it's big does. Part, yeah. Yeah, I mean, over here, you know, to talk about overshipping, you can still buy the Sunset Overdrive and Call of Duty Xbox Ones. Like the the prices keep getting slashed and slashed and slashed. And For the white pro- console still? Yeah, two hundred and fifty anywhere here. Yeah. Well, the, well, the thing is, in America, it's sold out within like weeks. Really quickly, yeah. But over here, you know, I, I mean, I don't know whether they just 
allocated wrong or whether or not they just didn't sell what they did send. Uh, I mean, Xbox has always been a very American-centric brand. It's never had much of an attachment anywhere else in the world. So No, but Great Britain UK, was very strong. It's, it's big, yeah. But, Who knows? All right. Let's, that, that, unless we want to talk about that anymore, I'm going to move on from that. I mean, Wait, so it, was it 1.6 Xbox One, or was that including 360? That's including well? 360. Yes. Oh, Which I don't imagine they sold a ton of them, but how, yeah. How much do you think they sold uh, Xbox? And are they over for for the same period last year? Do you know if they sold more? Um, I sold more last year. Year over well, year? No, I wouldn't in, be surprised if they sold more this year, but their revenue is just down because of the yeah, discounts they put on it. It's probably more Xbox Ones than last year, but... I don't know. Well, in the MPDs, they were up for January and February, but down for March. Yeah. So, but they might be down quite a bit for March, so it might actually end up evening out Being a bit. Close, yeah. yeah. But do you guys think it was a good move for them to discount the Xbox like that? Oh, definitely. They needed oh, to. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. Had... I think their problem was that they put the price back up. They should have just left it down. I think that killed a lot of momentum. Well, yeah. But then, I mean, I think they had to, for the small print, that they said it was limited. Mm. But Yeah, it was... Yeah. They, they're going to drop to 299 this holiday as well. Oh, my yep. goodness. They have to. Pounds or American dollars? Dollars. Dollars. Right. Wow. Yeah. Now, do they still make do they still make a profit off of those, or are they lose they will by the time that console comes out, that version they're going to be the production that like cost is going to be really low. That's why mm. they spent so. That's what people don't realize. That's why they spent so much money with AMD is for them to keep on producing smaller chips for them, so that they could get the production cost down as fast as possible. Oh, I thought they were they had like some hidden. Processor. Like no, yeah, Twitter. yeah. The hidden processor is there too, but I think when you spend like three, they spent like four billion dollars for their processor, but that's for the life of the processor, and it's for. But why didn't they make a better one? one? Yeah, like four billion. That's that sounds. The SRAM. The SRAM killed everything, man. Yeah. They wanted eight it's gigabytes. They wanted eight gigabytes of RAM, and the only way to do that, at least when they were designing it, was to go with the ESRAM solution. Um, that's what that's what bit him in the ass, yeah. and that takes up a lot of room on the board, which means they couldn't go with a stronger GPU. Um, Sony, on the other hand, decided to go with four originally, which opened up room on the board. Um, and then later on, it ended up being cheaper than they thought it was going to be to add in four more. So it's quite a bit of luck, actually, uh, with Sony. I mean, that was a Eurogamer article that talked about. Out the fact that they were recruiting for people to look at putting DDR4 and Xbox One and all this other stuff, so I wouldn't be surprised if they came up with a, a, a change solution for the RAM yeah. because that's you know because SRAM is is expensive in DDR3. I mean, it's not going to be expensive, but as it's less common, perhaps might cause some manufacturing problems at some point, or at least they you know they were clearly looking into other alternatives. So. I think they're too invested in the SRAM, but I don't, I don't know. But yeah. yeah, it's it's a weird position. Well, well, it's kind of a weird position, but at at the end of the day, 
It's why they've spent so much money with AMD, so they'll just keep refining it to the point that it costs them nothing to produce. Um, but yeah, I mean, just comparing it, I mean, what uh, GDDR five or whatever. I mean, that's just more bandwidth. But I mean, for the ES RAM, yeah, you think they just made that decision too. due to the latency? Yeah, but they say that. You I think know, it's part of it. I think it's part of it. I, I think I remember reading something about the ES RAM and and Connect being a, a thing as far as the latency mm-hmm. for that. So I yeah. don't know if that was part of it too. But more than anything, I think it was just they wanted eight gigabytes, and because they wanted all the UI stuff. Yeah. Yeah, as far as cost was concerned, to get eight, they want they ended up going with the was a DDR three, and then the ES RAM solution. Now, if they had decided, hey, let's just go with four from the beginning, then maybe they could have upped it to eight, and we wouldn't be in the same situation we're in now. But they weren't. I, I guess that's one of the major criticisms was it wasn't a gaming focused decision. Um, the reason they wanted that eight gigabytes was so they could do all the multitasking. Um, so it's one of the reasons non gaming stuff, yeah. you know. Yeah, which isn't a bad thing, actually. No, it I isn't. Mean, that's, but that's, they just that's what forced that, that right decision. Well, and it's also what <laughs> that's forced what Sony to go to eight when they went, oh, you know, it's not that much more expensive. We can get all these extra fucking features right on top of everything, and let's just boot it up to eight. And they reserved what did they, they reserved like three gigs or three and a half gigs for yeah. media function? And yeah, they did. Yeah, it it's gonna work out phenomenally for them because they got extremely fast RAM and they can just. Use it however they want. Well, it just, it just shows the the two different angles they took. Yeah. Sony just said, "Hey, I want to make a gaming machine." Microsoft said, "I want to make an everything machine," yeah. and you know they made decisions based on that, and that's what ended up hurting Microsoft in the end. So. I mean, the the guy who designs the PS4 is still at Sony, and the guy who designed the Xbox One is no longer. At He's Xbox. gone. Yeah. So, you know, I think that oh, says about all of it. Right. So I don't, oh, I don't sorry. have a, uh, I don't have a PS4, but I mean, in terms of like the, I know they had like a lot of updates in terms of like adding multitasking or resuming or suspending features. Like, does that work smoothly? Right or... now, the PS4 well, has, uh, it's the best pl- gaming console Sony's ever made. Hmm. Media wise, no, not so much. But yeah, it's missing a, a lot of apps. Console, yeah. Like, and, and that's what I use it for. I don't really use it for Netflix or anything else. It is, like, the suspend resume works really well. The, the, the UI is quick. not work. Huh? Suspend resume. I tried to do it with uh, The Last of Us a couple There's of times. There's certain games it doesn't work with. That might be one of them. I'm not I sure. used the, I, I was, just started playing through The Last of Us again. It worked for me. It's weird that no. you're having an issue. Because it's got the, the, the sort of yellow light to show that it's sort of on. That annoys the shit out of me. I wish they would allow you to turn that off. But I'd load it up and it's just shut. It's getting irritating. I don't know what it is about Sony and leaving lights on. <laughs> but Sony loves to do it. Controller. They love fucking... it. They love lights. <laughs> they just love Sony lights. Sony love light. Yeah. He brings up the Spotify deal. Yeah, I think Spotify is pretty cool on the PS4, but... I, I actually subscribed to Xbox Music. The reason being is because it works on my Xbox, it works on my uh, iPads, it works on everything. Like it, it's got a pretty similar. It, it, yeah, they have very similar selection. Actually, Xbox yeah. Music has the biggest selection of music out of any service on the planet. 
that's their big thing. The classical selection on Xbox Music is really, really good too, yeah. which is great for me. Because I think there are over twenty million songs on Xbox Music. It, it's it has a bigger library than even iTunes does. It's crazy. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's interesting because I I just feel like you know with the Xbox One, like yeah, they they try to do an everything box, but I mean, it's 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 definitely still a good you know gaming console, and library. I know people ripped on it. Yeah. And I know people ripped on it, but um, I, I don't think they should completely force, like, forsake like the the media capabilities. Because I mean, those three different hypervisors, like, that's something. That's a serious, you know, paradigm shift. I think people just need to get used to that. I mean, right now they haven't implemented it well, but um, the concept just just makes sense. No, but they so, have yeah. implemented it very well. There's a reason why we're getting updates every month and it's not like destroying, destroying our games. Destroying the box, right, right. Yeah, like <laughs> if we can get all kinds of media features and they can add all kinds of snap options and it doesn't mess with our games. Um, but, I mean, at the same time, yeah, you, it, it, it's a nice feature It's and they're going to keep improving it. Uh, I think everybody's waiting on them to speed up the Xbox One. Because it can not like the Xbox One is fast in the UI when you don't have when you're not in the middle of combat in a game. Like if you're just like playing or booted up for the first time, or if you're playing. Well, the, I'm sorry. Go it's, ahead. It's the app issue though for commonly used things. You know. No, because but I don't they have made an friends issue an app with those. and made party an app and made achievements an app. Those things have to load. Um, if no, they, they do, part, but it's not an issue the unless you're in, OS, a, in the middle of a game, in the middle of action. Like if you're if you're in the if you're on the dash and you load up friends, it comes right up. Huh. It's not an issue. If you're in like playing Minecraft in a small world, it's not an issue. Friends comes right up. If you're in the middle of fucking Halo and like people are killing at you, killing you, and you're fucking sitting there like I need to load up the friends list right now. You're gonna like it's gonna take like five minutes to load because the processor's busy doing other stuff. Like that's what it feels like to me. Like it just takes a minute for it to load. But, yeah, it seems like you know these apps are like borrowing resources from like a shared pool, and that's affecting things. They, well, it they also, probably it, it yeah. doesn't just. Um, I I kind of think there's too many apps open at once. That option. They should make it to where there's one less that's able to be open at once. Because I notice when you shut down apps, the performance is better. Yeah. So maybe instead of like four or five, how many? How many do you have open at once? Is it four? I think it's five. four apps in one game, or I it's think five it's, apps it's in one five. game. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like they should limit that down to four, and maybe that would help somewhat. Especially with Xbox Music, and like since background music is coming, like free up some resources by doing that. Sorry to that I. Talked over Gene. What else were you saying? No, no, that was it basically. I mean, I'm I'm just trying to say like, there's a lot of good features that on the Xbox One that I feel like um, now that they're going with this whole game focused, you know, mindset. Like, I feel like they're really missing like that that portion as well. Like, they they should still market like, hey, we have all these features. Yeah, so, I mean, if like... anything Sony puts to the table any new you know feature that sony or even nintendo they're gonna market the crap out of that like they're marketing the crap out of just simple you know resume suspended resume and people are going crazy for that and you know xbox had that for like 
ages. So well, since long so, had it in beta, yeah. I think you're gonna get a really good streaming experience though. So um, yeah. they they will definitely marketed that because that's something that kind of it does change the game a little. Not 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 like as far as on a total total scale, but I'm saying as far as the way you play. You know, you could play your game on your surface or your you know right now it's oh you. PC, you know, and then run a PC game and have them both running. It's, you know, the, you know, there's a lot of uh, cool stuff I think that they're gonna, you're gonna have with that. So the updates, yeah, Xbox is a great system. You know, you know, it's pretty sad. It really does uh, suffer from a, a, you know, a lot of people who snipe at it and and like to, you know, kick it down and, you know, uh, it's just the world we live in now as Xbox fans. You know, just it's just what it is. But at, for the for the console. I think it's the better built console for the future. Um, I think um, maybe not in power, but I think overall, software-wise, software-wise, you know, crap out of Sony. HoloLens, I think, is going to be better than the VR. Uh, you know, you know, even though it's going to not be, yeah, different. Um, hard to compare, but I, I do think that uh, Xbox is just going to keep evolving, and uh, it's going to pay dividends. It's just, a, it's just a tough time for Xbox, right? now because you know you know they're gonna lose this this cod deal and you know a lot of people are picking up on that and saying that you know you know they're also down today 24 percent year over year it's a hard time right now for microsoft but i do think that towards the holiday when they have you know all the stuff coming and people start to realize it is good instead of looking at how bad it is or looking for its faults they start looking for its positives it'll do the system good i think i I can't think that the system's dead i mean you know but we shall see you know i mean people the people are saying that right now you know yeah but it could still take america for sure it could still take america that's that has to be there what they have to think to do because they're not going to win worldwide they're not going to even come close in Europe. Europe's just, they don't, they're just, you know, they can win maybe UK and America. And that's, that did that for them last generation. It's not going to do it for them. This, it's not going to win it. They're not going to win hardware. You know, it'll be like 120, like 110 million, maybe to 70 at the end, end of the day, 60. But, um, they got to win the two. They got to win that, those two. And that's what they have. They really have to have a good E3. Um, or, they you will. know, you know they really they need they need a shot in the arm, uh, and I think they're going to get it. It's just yeah. waiting is, is is a tough part. Yeah, I they have a good the, E3 and they got a good lineup. Yeah, I think the, the the problem is is that you know Sony have had you know they've had sort of a, a couple of few big games this year already. Um, you know their their lineup sort of more spread out and that sort of thing. Whereas because you know Microsoft haven't had any big games, you know they've had already Scream Ride, State of Decay next week, but they haven't had anything, and we haven't really had much information terms of announcements since Gamescom. I mean, you know, they weren't at the the Game Awards, you know, as I said, they haven't had any major releases and they're very much waiting for E3 for that. So I think is, you know, people are sort of getting a bit restless and that's why there's perhaps a bit of a you know, a sort of a, a, a difference in press because, you know, Sony have released, you know, some you know, the Bloodborne which was great and obviously Microsoft had Ori, but you know, Sony have, have had a lot more to show people. Um and, and Microsoft have, you know, they've been quiet and that's usually how they are. But I think, you know, once once E3 comes around, I think, you know, that will be big. And I think Gamescom again will be big. You know, and Jeff Keighley was talking about, you know, sort of partnering with Xbox and getting them to be at the Game Awards this year. And I think next year it will be very different because, you know, they will have games sort of earlier in the year. So there won't be that sort of media silence. Um, so, you know, so it will be, 
you know so rather than at the moment where there's not much next year there'll be a lot more to sort of go around and i think people are also probably getting a bit bit sort of restless waiting for stuff yeah no yeah the messaging will change at e3 but i mean that's that's how it always is every year uh, but yeah microsoft has just been paying for that that uh reveal that that initial reveal they've been paying ever since <laughs> till now because i mean you can't you can't tell me that it's really about the games because i mean you know microsoft even though like right now it's kind of drought it's like it's like a drought right now but i mean they've been pretty aggressive with you know releasing you know good games games have been good yeah. yeah so i mean i don't think that's that's their problem games have never been the issue yeah yeah but i think but even... it's time to kind of move on from the subject yeah because uh, we Aww. are steve was talking too. no no sorry go on. no no it's like Steve, if you got one more thing you want to put in there, that's fine. But yes, just, I want uh, Steve's opinion on it. I mean, Sony <laughs> even turned around and said that they didn't know what was making the PS4 sell. So, so it's obviously not yeah, their first party <laughs> software. You know, it's, it's obviously it's obviously more than that. And yeah, it's it's, Microsoft... it's it's a perception of the Xbox. That's what's selling the PS4. Yeah. If if the Xbox didn't have such a shitty reputation, the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox would be tied, or the Xbox would be ahead because of the quality of games. Yeah. I, I, mean, I said that I've said that since the consoles launched. I'll yeah. stick by it until this generation Mi- ends. And Microsoft, it's not it like you know, suffers from it. They've they've been talking less about the media stuff, but you know the the monthly updates still had plenty of media stuff in them. So I don't think they've stopped developing it. It's just they're just sort of a bit less vocal about it in things like E three, and their and their big conferences, which you know makes sense. Yeah. No, they're totally in development. Like they even have already said, yeah, we're still adding Connect commands and improving that. And it looks like there's going to be Connect games, uh, but we'll see how that turns out at E3. I take it. And they also said they're planning to uh, do what is it, the Game Awards show next year? They're going to have announcements yeah, for that. They plan on that's doing. Good. That's good. Yeah, nice. It's yeah, that's good. They were just caught like kind of like, hey, we, we, we didn't plan for it. Our PR wasn't set up for it. We didn't have anything ready for it, so we didn't do it. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, because, you know, as I said, you know, this year they, they haven't had anything really to show there. And next year, you know, they'll have Quantum Break. There's talk that they might have scale bound in that sort of time period. So, you know, there'll be a reason to show things off. Because if you look at what Sony showed off, which was The Order, Until Dawn, and Bloodborne, you know, they were all in the first six months of the year. So it's just about, you know, I think Microsoft will be there. It'll help them with the PR cycle. To be there. Yeah. 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 All right, let's move on, people. I think everybody's getting tired of hearing this conversation. (laughs) I am. Y'all are boring. Uh, Let's move on to... That's what my favorite part of the show. What that? Me being <laughs> yeah, an releases? Is that there's the... one? There's one release <laughs> that we know of. I'm th- I mean, Hobby Wars. was worth talking about, but uh, the other one, State of Decay, Survival Edition, Year One thing, right? It's out soon, twenty eighth. Yes. If you, if you haven't played State of Decay yet, it's probably the best way to play it because it's a bunch of new content and it's all this other stuff and it looks real pretty and it seems to have been received well enough. So. That Fortunately, we have an expert on that release on this podcast right now, since he had an early copy, and the embargo's over with, so he can talk about it. I can talk about it. Uh, there are a couple of other releases on Wednesday, uh, which is Project Root and uh, Shovel Knight. Featuring Shovel Knight, that's right. Battle Toads. That's right, yeah. Uh, Shovel Knight is is a very loved game um, when it came out last year. 
right? Early this PC, year. Yeah, PC and Wii U. PC, Wii U, and 3DS. Yeah, uh, it was 3DS. out on PlayStation 4 this week, and then Battletoads next week, which is a really fast follow-up, actually. Um, and if you've ever played a game called DuckTales, you will like Shovel Knight. So, mm. okay. yeah. So, Steve, you actually have been playing State of Decay? I think that's the thing is that's a bit of an understatement because according to Xbox Smart Glass, <laughs> I've played it for I've played it for forty five hours. <laughs> I think that gets caught up when you keep the TV on or something because it said I was playing thirty six <laughs> hours for Ori and I I was maybe twenty but not thirty six. No, but how many deaths are you up to? That's the question. <laughs> I've stopped. Yeah. <laughs> I finally um, finished it. Yeah, I mean I've I've got. Is it? I think I've got about 1,100 achievement points. So I've, I've put a lot of time into it. It's, wow. Um, yeah, because there's, there's 1,500 gamer score, and it's you know I've finished, I finished State of Decay, I finished Lifeline, and I've, I've I'm working through Breakdown. It's a bit sort of a bit more open ended. Um, so I'm on I'm on sort of level two of that because I spent like six hours playing. Um, uh, this, this level I played spent six hours playing level one of that. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, it's 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 really good. You know, there's lots of sort of new additions. Um, they've moved over sort of some of the lifeline community stuff over to the main game. Um, in terms of the technical stuff, the I saw a lot of people complaining about the frame rate. And when you when you drive, I thought that there was a there's a bit of a stutter that occasionally occurs. Like you drive along and then it will sort of it's like it gets stuck for like a second and then it just sort of carries on. But there are sort of other times when the frame rate does drop a bit when mm-hmm. you when you drive but i mean i i didn't personally think it was you know it was that big a deal other people seem to think it was so i don't know it didn't, affect, from... it didn't affect you your your playing experience pretty much right you you just dealt with it yeah i mean i think when i when i first happened i was sort of a bit sort of surprised by it but i mean maybe you just get used to it but i as i said i put in 45 hours i was playing it again today my review's already out so you know i've had a, a really good time and sort of technically you know it is a lot better they've, they've sort of redone sort of a lot of the, the sort of lighting the animations the combat you, you know if, you, if your weapons break you now have like an unbreakable knife to use and there's sort of quite a cool sort of way that it sort of attacks the zombies with it you know there's there's uh, some new mission there's a new mission in it with some supply crates that get dropped that sort of thing, um, and it's you know it's it's really good to you know it's you know having being all one package put together, and it's and you know, it's great. And your review is when, your review is already up. Yep, it went up on Wednesday. Um, oh, I'm gonna check it now. And I put, I did put up some. I've got about four videos up. I I do actually have I think about two hundred gigabytes worth of videos. <laughs> um, that, that I need to sort through, um, but I've I've got a lot. I've put some up, and I've I've got some more coming up. But it's I mean, if you played it on Xbox 360, you know this is definitely a, a big upgrade. Um, and it's you know it's the same great game, just again. Wow. Your site your site's looking good, by the way. I'm I'm on it right now. Uh, good props to you, man. Good work. Thanks. Uh, nicely done. Yeah. And you finally got the URL uh, situated. That's gonna that's yep. gonna gonna be good for you. Yep. Yep. But yeah, I mean, you know, they're they're obviously working on the the next sort of state of decay sooner or later, and you know, I think you know, there's some sort of stuff with the frame rate because the game's doing a lot in the background that you know they probably you know perhaps they just couldn't fix, but 
it's you know I, I I loved it. You know I think the game's great. It's not it's not often that you know when I sort of play a game I find it so easy to just play it. Um, it was How a sort of thing. Graphics, where I, uh, uh, the graphics look good. Definitely uh, much better than 360. Yep, no, they, they look much better. Like all the sort of character models, the lighting, um, that sort of thing. Some some nice reflections and that sort of thing. Um, you know, it all looks really good, really nice. Awesome. I never played it. It was always 30, 30 frames per second too. Uh, it's it, it's mm. is it sixty well, on Xbox or is it thirty? No, no, it's it's, it's thirty. It's, it's 30. actually thirty though on on Xbox One. Whereas on 360, yeah. it probably never right. was, right? Yeah, it was rare. Uh, you know, so, they were always honest about the fact that it, you know, it was janky, and they said, you know, if you don't, if you don't like that, you know, we understand, but you know, that's how it is. And they released updates to to improve it, and I think, you know, they had talked about the possibility if, you know, if it sold well enough of doing a few more updates. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're just going to continue down this line. Have you played anything else, Steve, or have you just devoted your life to State of Decay? Uh, it pretty much that. I've been plowing on with The Last of Us Remastered as well. Um, and it, that looks really good. Like, I think the art style. Is this your first time through it? No, I, I played it on, on PS3. I, I okay. got a, I got it with my PS4. I haven't played Left Behind yet, the, the DLC. But I figured I'd play the main game again first and then do that. But it's, you know, it's, it's really good. I like it. It's good. Apart from that, you know, I put so much time into Stay at Decay. I haven't really had time to play anything else. I did play a bit of Mad Games Tycoon again and I found out that I played it for over 100 hours and didn't realise that you could buy other developers <laughs> so <laughs> you so are a gamer yeah so now I've been doing that and I've been buying um, Romedy and 4D Realms and Tiger Head Studio and Naughty Chicken they're you know they all sound they, like certain developers they, they do they do I sold 4D Realms though because they kept making really crap games for me so, 4D realms. That's a good smart uh, decision. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's my. Well, I did ask the chat if they had any questions for us, and we got one. Ooh. <laughs> How many times will Phil Spencer change his shirt at E3? Put up your guess. Three times. Three times. Go five. Three. We're going five Three. times. Seven. Three. I'll go for ten. Ten times, right? That's a lot. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go, go fifteen. Bigger, go home. Fifteen, damn. <laughs> oh man. You see, every time a new game is on stage. He'll have a shirt on for the next game. No, but that means announce. he'd have to get back on stage fifteen times. I think that's no, a lot. I there's think... just gonna be webcam on him the whole time. Yeah, he'll just take reactions. his shirt off and put the other one on. He sees mainly yeah, chest. No, I think you're looking at it the wrong way. He's just going to start ripping shirts off. Like just right, have a whole bunch on. Just yeah, have right. one on, like, like all of them. Raw ass Hulk status. Yeah. So he'll start and it will look sort of like he's put on weight or something. And then what you'll quickly realize is that he's just, you know, he's bulked up. So he's got the strength to <laughs> tear his t-shirts. That would be great. That would be epic. That's why. I uh, think they like should Hulk cut. I really do. Have I think shirts? for E3, like they should cut the back of all the shirts. That way, you can just rip off each one and keep going. Yeah, that'd be fucking hilarious. But you know, they probably won't. Be great though. And they did say they were doing things differently this year, so maybe. Not. Hey, <laughs> they said they're going to do something they've never done before. Maybe they will be doing. I ripping wonder off what's going to be different. I'm still curious about that. I yeah. think it's just that it's first party. I think you're going to get a lot of first party stuff. You're not going to see COD. You're not going to see Star Wars. 
you know, those with those with staples you look at previous conferences, especially with Call of Duty. But now you're gonna get banjo and you're gonna get Joe Montana football and Maybe Battle Joe Talks. Montana football comes out at E three. Yeah. They better have a license yeah. for that. I don't think it's gonna get licensed, but that's gonna make the community pissed. But if I think it's a possibility down the line it gets licensed on the second iteration, but I don't think right now they have uh, that. If they did, that's a that's a big get. That would be a a really big announcement. Yes, because... that's a game changer. Yeah. No, I think the the way they'll do it differently, as you said, is is that it will be, hey, here's some stuff we're announcing, and it's coming out very soon. Because you know, Ken Lobb in January mentioned that they had a couple of games between. Uh, State of Decay and the holidays that were yeah. unannounced yet, and they haven't announced anything since. So, that and something from Rare, whether it's Battle Toads or a 30th anniversary thing of some sort. You think they do the Dead Rising of last year sooner than Sue? It is available now. No? They might for something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they should. That'd be great. Yep. If, if they do that for something like, you know, a Battle Toads game, that'd be awesome. I think people, we're gonna people get, will be running out to buy Battletoads consoles. I think they got to get this game. We got to do the voiceover for it. How much? <laughs> how much games are going to be announced that we're going to play in 2015 for Xbox at E3? Um, no, nah, there'll be. I think there'll be more. I would, than I would ex- I'd expect it from uh, Bethesda to get games that are going to come out this year that we'll be playing. They'll announce, but I think. I mean. Press play and Twisted Pixel, I think, are definite candidates for announcing yes. and releasing. Mm-hmm. Um, the Joe Montana game, maybe. Joe yeah. Montana, possibly I'd be shocked if that doesn't come out this year. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Rare. Um, Gears Banjo, of War, I mean, uh, Battletoads, possible. Gears of War, something as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably about five games, possibly. I mean, and they'll have other downloadable games. I if think, they get five games, that's 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 a really, really, really good, good second half of the year. If they get five games, that's a lot. I would yep. say three. I would say you get Gears, you get Twixit, Twisted Pixel game, and you get Montana, and maybe you get, I doubt it, but you get Battletoads, maybe, I don't know. Could be. So it could be four. I mean, that's pretty good, though. You know, with their lineup already, but uh, it, you know that's the big thing about E3. We find out stuff like that. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think. Hope... Oh, I'm sorry. Go no, I was just gonna say. I was. I was just to say. Um, I hope they'd announce something like another EA Access type of uh, deal with like another publisher, maybe like something. That'd else. be cool. Like Activision. Ubisoft well, not Activision. Uh, Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Yeah, one of those guys. Ubisoft for sure. Yeah. yeah, Ubisoft will be all over that. They'll have, they'll have, that'll be their their game. They show the division, third party wise. They'll show division. I think that they pro- might. I think they're gonna get Fallout Four, so they'll show that. And those will be the two big third party presentations. Whoa, wait, what do you mean by that? Well, they won't get exclusive. They'll just get the marketing deal, or they'll show it at the E3 floor. You, you know, where it's still okay. coming to everywhere. Just like you know, yeah. they would, uh, they they might get the marketing deal on that. I mean, I don't know, I, you know that 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 that's. I don't think there's gonna be as much third party, you know, previously, and I think you're gonna get. I, I don't know if you get maybe a little talk about Hololens. I think Sony's gonna have a a, a VR, big VR. But yeah, they're not, gonna have a uh, lot of VR stuff. Morpheus is probably gonna take up a lot of that 
Yeah. E3, I, I, I'd suppose, you know. Well, they do a three-hour one, right? They do it like theirs. Yeah, like, theirs is yes. really long. Yeah. So Microsoft well, Mar- might never is always like an hour and a half by the T. Yeah, Sony's yeah. like two and a half hours, I think, right? They're two. Yeah. They base themselves on two and a half hours, and they always run long. Mm-hmm. Because they'll be like, "Hey, let's do letter like fake letters from people and see what they want." <laughs> That's to so talk about. annoying. That conference was so I boring. I would really man. like. Another Ratchet and Clank game. Well, guess what, Timmy? I you got, got your it. letter, and I fucking I made it happen, just for you, Timmy. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's. I'm sorry, I shouldn't joke too much. I want Microsoft to extend theirs. We've talked about this before. They, Microsoft needs to extend theirs to two hours, and Sony needs to cut that bitch down to fucking two. two. Yeah, Microsoft. <laughs> should, I, I agree with that. I think well, two hours is smart, but are they gonna? Is Microsoft first? Oh, of course. It, yes. Microsoft's always what? first. Yes, Why, is uh, yeah. Why is that? Why is that? No, it's just time. Yes, no, it's first because they want to be on TV. No, but and they haven't been on. They weren't on TV last year, were they? Yes, they were. Yep. Were they? They um, and that's the why their conference is always an hour and a half because that's the only size. That's the size of the the TV size. slot that they can get. Yeah. Whereas the thing is, I mean, last year they had a, a pre-show where they announced Killer. Killer Instinct Season 2, uh, Happy Wars for Xbox One, I think, and some other stuff. And I think that rather than having like a two-hour show, I mean, Press Play tweeted this week, someone asked them if they were going to be at E3, and, and they talked about being sort of early at E3 or something. Like it was a, you know, it, it made me think that Microsoft were going to do like a another pre-show and that Twisted uh, and Press Play would be there. Maybe I, can a see them, one too. I can see them releasing World of Tanks for E3. Maybe they'll do a bigger pre-show that has more of a focus on smaller games and ID at Xbox, and that's what they're talking about, doing something different. Yeah, didn't they confirm World of Tanks for the holidays? Oh, did they say the holidays? Okay, I know Uh, they confirmed it. That's probably coming, yeah. No, no, we know it's coming. I just didn't know when. I can't stand free-to-play. World of Tanks is really good, though. It's one of the few free-to-play games that are really good. I'll give it a try, I guess. Tim, Fable Legends will change your mind. Yeah, I, really like, I, I like Killer Instinct where you can buy. Like I just bought the the Dead or Alive Five. Uh, just came out the full game, and I just bought it. I just like to buy something full. That's just like it's a pet peeve with me. I mean, so you know, I kind of like when I hear free to play, I just uh, you know instantly um, just kind of get negative about it. You're like Smite because Smite has a purchase all option. They once get everything. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even try Smite, but I just, I, I'm just turned off by free to play. I just, maybe it's because I'm older. I like something to have a set amount to buy. Like when, like I said, when the, I just bought Dead or Alive Five because it was the full game. It's a full game. You get all the characters. Um, you know, Killer Instinct. I mean, their their models are right, but you know, I, I could deal with that at least. I can't deal with the other stuff like where you, you know, guys are buying stuff and they're buying little swords and. All these headpieces. I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't like the the format, but not to say it's good. It's just my personal feeling. Yeah, yeah I mean, I can't talk about Fable Legends after what happened this week. Ah, come on. Well, okay. So what happened was is that I. I can you I was, say? Can we? Is no, there any way no, we can get around this? <laughs> no, no. I was, I was joking. I'm not NDA doing anything. Um, <laughs> Oh, I was, someone talked about Xbox One being a 
a holiday console. And I said that I think Microsoft were hoping that Quantum Break and Fable Legends would be in the first half of the year. And that obviously, if they were, then they slipped. And the creative director of Lionhead then came and said, well, no, we didn't. David and, 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 and he owned me on Twitter. Although I think he might have misread, yeah. misread what I said. So now I can't say anything about Fable Legends because I get in trouble. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I think, well, I'm going to just, I'm just going to just go out there. I think the game is going to be good. I think the graphics look, I mean, I saw another screenshot and I was like, wow, this game definitely is a looker. So I can't, I can't wait until we're, when are they going to, when, when are people going to be able to talk about it? When, when is this fucking NDA going to end? Seriously. I mean, it's been going on since, well, I remember it was like a year ago. They were saying it was 900p at first or it was 720p. I remember there was an article about that, that it wasn't running full resolution, but they couldn't talk about it. Uh, when I played the, when I played at an Xbox preview event last year, I played the strategy stuff. I actually sat down with David Eckelbury and played it. He obviously doesn't remember. Um, and uh, he was sort of talked about sort of doing an open beta later on. So I, I think that, you know, perhaps E3 could be them sort of announcing the open beta and then, and then people playing it. Cause I mean, they've done plenty of updates and stuff, although I don't know how much new content's gone into it. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I'm in the closed beta, but that's all I can say. So, <laughs> but yeah, I'm just strict NDA. So, I understand. I, I don't think it. I mean, people were were getting into the to the closed beta and then going on to the Lionhead forums. I heard and asking where the RPG was and not realizing so much what it was. I think I, it's going to be uh, not to go on. Go on. No, no, no that's, that's it. No, I, I think it's going to be a 2015 uh, title. Yeah, I think Aaron said it was 2015. Holiday. At least yeah. it'll be open beta in 2015. I mean, the yeah. concept they do have is kind of cool. Like, you play with the same player and then it rotates, but all the things are saved. I mean, it's a pretty cool idea. But I, I got to, you know, I'm very staunch about, like they said, the free-to-play. I kind of, like, have a, you know, I guess a prejudice against it. Just because, like I said... I like to buy things that have quantity, just the way the way I am in life, I guess. But you know, I'll see. I I would definitely, you know, gonna gonna give it a try. It's you know, as I don't really play a lot of free to plays. I don't, I I know that one game uh, that that Sony had, and then it came out for uh, Xbox. I didn't even try it, you know. But I will definitely. I'm interested in 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 Fable. Because I know all these people under NDA are just always going to smirk on their face when they talk about it. They can't say anything, but they smile. You're like, is it a good smirk or a bad smirk? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's move on to more games people have been playing. Uh, we got to Steve. Tim, yeah. what have you been playing? What have I been playing? I haven't. I, I played Goat Simulator. That's fucking garbage. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think I mean, you and Michael can have a conversation on that one. <laughs> Honestly, I played Gold Simulator and it turned me off a little. I just was like, I mean, this is what I'm playing. What, I mean, what just, did you know going into it? I just thought it was. A, I knew it was a silly game. I just, I don't know. He thought it was a simulator. Like a, he, he thought it was goat. The know. goat herder. Simulator. I don't know. My wife even. My oh, my see? wife watched it and she goes, 
And my wife doesn't give a shit about video games. Like, she, you know, like I try showing her. She just doesn't give a care in the world about it. Flying. But she's like, oh, she's like the bad that She goes, ew. She goes, what's with that game? That looks horrible. It's just the the <laughs> the, the, the the goat's not even walking on the ground. And I'm just like, I'm just like, yeah, it's pretty bad. So I played that and uh, played a little Mortal Kombat. I tried Die, Dying Light. I'm trying to get back into. But I've been, I haven't, you know, it was my birthday this week and I went to a Mets game and you know, I've just been busy. So that's, I played Goat Simulator and it was uh, completely let down. <laughs> All right, Mike, I guess that's a good time to transition into what you've been playing because I think you've played some I, Goat Simulator. I've been playing Goat Simulator! How I do you like it, it <laughs> I got all the gamer score in it. Um, it's a game you have to be in on the joke, otherwise you're going to hate it. Um, and if you don't understand why it's supposed to be funny... Um, I can definitely understand why people don't like it because if you don't like what's, what's funny about it, which is clipping and stuff, getting stuck in stuff and really bad physics, you know, if you don't like that, then yeah, the game's a complete total turn off. Um, and I, I agree. It is not a good game. The developers admit this. They know it's a joke. They know it's not supposed to be serious. They will tell, they tell you on the store page, go spend your $10 on a hula hoop or a real goat it has more value than this game. But because of the power of the internet and because of the power of YouTube, people enjoy it for its flaws. And there's some stuff about it that's kind of fun every once in a while. Being able to sacrifice people to become a satanic goat's pretty cool. Being able to become dead goat's pretty cool. Dead goat being dead mouse, but as a goat. And make people dance at will. It's a great game to stream and all that sort of stuff. Um, I mean, I spent 10 bucks on it, and I'm kind of like, eh. But the thing is, the studio that ported the game over has been very open with people and talking to them about, you know, this thing and that thing and the other thing, which is good. I love when studios do that. So they're talking about, you know, if you talk to us enough, we'll port over the MMO simulator part, which is probably the best thing they've added to Goat Simulator is where it's an MMO. Um... Not really. It's an MMO simulator for a reason. But, you know, it's not something that you should play if you're looking for a serious exploration. It's something you want to play if you want to bounce off a trampoline and slam into a robot. Mike, I just have a question. What, what, mm-hmm. like, when I was playing, like, I could either, what was the falling down? Like, you, you could fall down, like, play dead? You could, you could toggle ragdoll. What does that? What does that mean? What is that used for? It means, it means in a lot of shooters, they use an engine called like ragdoll effects. So when you get shot and you die, your body falls down and kind of like in this natural weird <laughs> way, like and you're laying right. across the ground. They just let you do it. Like what? Like whenever you there, feel like there, if you're moving forward, you there get is ragdoll. a purpose. There is a purpose. When you activate it, you fly further. Yeah. Because there's ah. an achievement to bounce on five trampolines, and the best way to do it is to activate it, so you can now, you can fly your goat further. When <laughs> when you fly, is it inverted? The 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 uh like because I cannot get off. Like I can get off the ground sometimes, but other times I'm just smashing it. I smashed into a gas station and blew it up. I uh-huh. was like, I I can't like is is it is it inverted or or it's not inverted when you no, how do you oh, fly? It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. That's how you fly. Um, I mean, there's a point where you can turn on low gravity and gliding, and you can sort of kind of fly, but there is no explicit flying. It's more just general <laughs> air control. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
like running and jumping over something and then 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 initiating it in in midair. Yeah, to a rag doll. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, like I said, it's a it's a joke game, absolutely. Yeah, I gotta it's- give it a little more time. I mean, it 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 makes me laugh for some reason. I just I I was just walking around and just. Just, just buying. Just, I didn't know. I thought something would happen. I was waiting for my achievements to stop popping up. Go activate the goat born uh, mutator. All right, I'm, I'm definitely gonna give it a shot again. So uh, you could say that much about it. it. It hasn't turned me off to the point where I won't play it. It's just, like I said, it's kind of a joke game. Right. But it's well, and, and like I said, too, it's a joke. So. It's it's a joke you have exactly. It's also ten bucks. It's a joke you have to want to appreciate. And if you do. It's great fun. If you don't, you can give it a miss. Wait for it to go on sale. Wait for it to be ID at Xbox. I picked right. it up because I, because at a point I hated it, and I was like, okay, I see the appeal. I guess I'll play it, and I played it, and I got all the gamer score, and I was like, that's fun. That's fine. Side note: fuck the flappy goat achievement. Just <laughs> it's it's intentionally designed so that the little the little goat that you play Flappy Bird with is a larger hitbox than the actual goat. So it's easier to lose than it should be. And you have to get 10 pipes. Man. <laughs> I did play another game though this week. Okay. Um, and it's, it's, <laughs> it's a game called honey pop. Um, and um, what kind of game are you playing, Michael? I think we need to move on. <laughs> this is the after show it's, podcast. It's, like discussion. <laughs> adults only. It's, a, it's a dating sim match three game, and that's all I'm going uh, to yeah. say. <laughs> wow. But there's, but there's an uncensoring patch that comes out. So, oh gosh. Dating sim match three uncensoring patch. Wow. Um, so who's your those... honey pop? Honey pop. <laughs> Burn. Don't go too far. It, you know, Mr. Waifu. Honest, honestly, the actual match three part of the game is really cool because there's there's a lot of like power ups and stuff. But it's do some research for yourself. Um, it's not for everybody. It is. It's it's, it's like if you're turned off by stuff like Dead or Alive, you're not gonna like this game either. Let's just say that. All right. Well, I think it's time for us to talk, Burn. <laughs> Talk about our our magical adventure into D and D on the Xbox One. That was riveting. Never winner. I don't remember any of the story because I skipped was through. Was there all a story? <laughs> <laughs> I know we realized if you press skip, like you still still heard the person talking in the background. So yeah, you're like that's pretty cool. It's yeah, not too bad. I don't remember any of it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's cool. Because you could just ignore it easier. How but, far do we get? We get like level five or six or something. something like that. We got yeah. far enough to be able to review it and uh, as a should you a buy game? game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> should you should you download game? Oh, <laughs> uh, I think you should. If you have a group of friends and you don't have no money and you want something to play, I think it's good enough for that. Yeah, uh, it is janky though, man. That frame rate is terrible. It hitches all the time. Yeah. I mean, even even when you're in a dungeon with nothing going on, like staring at a wall and you do a a 360, it still hitches. Yep. So, yeah, it's eh. yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Gameplay's pretty fun though. I mean, it seemed all right. It's a do not buy game for me. <laughs> you can't buy it. I know. <laughs> but you can spend lots of money in it though. Yeah, 
I don't know. Like, I enjoyed the time we played, but I think that's yeah. much more because we were playing together mm-hmm. than the actual game. Um, I like how rough it is in some aspects. Like, I like the fact that it's like, oh, it's really like D&D, where you're sitting there like, okay, this person, you know, he can avoid fire damage, and I got this in attack, and, like, that's really nice. That's really informative and great. But then we were trying to figure out how to dance in an MMO. <laughs> yeah. And that took about, like, 20 minutes of giving up and going to YouTube and looking it up and finding out there's yeah. like six button commands you gotta hit till you get to the prompt so you can dance. Which but, is an issue with it being on PC and then being transferred yeah. to the Xbox. But it's a bad transfer. I'm sorry. Yeah, but it's not it's like Elder Scrolls. Like Elder transfer. Scrolls, they knew it was coming to console from the get-go, so they yeah. actually made design decisions from you know the beginning. So it made the transition not as hard, I assume. Um, with uh, Neverwinter, they didn't think, oh, this is definitely coming to console. So they had to take a PC game and translate it to yeah. console. But the, I don't think it, they did. With that, with that in mind, I think they did all right, actually. Uh, so We'll agree to disagree on that one. I would have told them motherfuckers to go back to the drawing board, personally. But, uh... Yeah, it's, it's all right. It's not like, like the you're playing with PC players or playing with PC, PS4 players. You could have changed it. To make it work better. It's a nice addition to the free-to-play lineup on the console, though. What do we have now? we got Warframe, we got Neverwinter, now we got Happy War. What other free-to-play games are there right now? Killer yeah, Instinct is Spark. Yeah. yeah, Project Spark. So, yeah, there's a nice lineup of free-to-play titles now for people who just want to try something out. So. That's a, it's uh, worth a download. And there's more coming out soon. So. Yes. And then they'll have stuff like... Um... Yeah, World of Tanks. World of Tanks and Paper Legends. If, if they bring if they bring Warface uh, to Xbox One, which I kind of hope they do, that was the Crytek free to play shooter. Um, you know, that'll probably be free to play. The same thing with Loadout, assuming they bring it to it. Well, other than that, uh, what else did I play? Um, personally, I played Metal Gear Solid on Twisted Tuesdays on the PS4. Try so. Yeah, yeah, I switched over for the day. You know, it was part of Twisted Tuesdays. And, Wait, uh, you got a day out of Metal Gear Solid 5 Ground Zeroes? No, 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 no. I got an hour out of Metal Gear Solid 5. got a couple hours, tops. No, no, not a couple. No, a lie. My finished playthrough time was an hour, 24 minutes. And that's with, like, not having any idea what the fuck I was doing and not playing a Metal Gear game in a long time. Yeah. And... I don't like. I don't see why it would take somebody their first playthrough any longer than that. Because, like at the very beginning of the game, they kind of say, "Go that way." Like you need to go over to this, get that person out, listen to the audio log. You do that, and then they're like, "You hear a flag and a helicopter and a large fucking gate opening, and like you hear all those things." Now go find the other person. And, like, I thought that was really cool. It's like, oh, I got to actually listen and figure out where this was. And then you realize when you look at the map, there's only one fucking facility that could ever possibly have this person in it. Because, <laughs> like, where the... Like, yes, it's going to be on an open road that goes all the way back to that facility anyway. So you know where you got to go right off the bat. So you go to that facility. 
I ran in circles for a minute, not realizing that I kept passing the dude up, and I started just killing guards eventually. And then I finally pick him up, take him out the door, and then I watch some chick blow herself up because she didn't have just one bomb in her, she had two. And who would have ever thought, check for two bombs. I mean, it's a Kojima game. It's baby a bomb. Universe. Yeah. It's a baby bomb. It's a baby bomb. <laughs> and it, it... The idea that they were going to charge... That they charged people $40 for this game is horrendous. Uh, it's a good $5, $10 game. It's a baby bomb. Yeah. I agree and with Jason though. Like it, fucking uh, uh, Forza's demo had more content. Charged, that they charged people forty dollars for this game. Well, the thing is, is that is once you complete horrendous. the main mission, you do unlock a lot of other missions, and some of them are during the day. You know, there's, I mean, if you want to get all the achievements, you could probably get. You know, there you know there are a few hours to get out of it, but it's definitely not like thirty dollars to say. No, 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 no. And they made serious bank on that as well. Okay. Oh, they did, yeah. but I think like Forza, Forza's demo, you can get more game. And I'm not talking about Fast and the Furious. I'm just talking about the Forza Horizon Two demo. There's more content in that than than this. It's, I just don't see how you charge thirty bucks for it. Konami needs money. Well, they need, they're going to need a producer, too. Oh, too soon. They might need some soon. lawyers now, too. Yeah. A writer, technically. He didn't produce No, yeah, you guys didn't hear about that? The, what? There was that whole thing with the doctor who was doing the head transplant or something. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. and people might, thought it might have been marketing. viral marketing, and it looks like it isn't, and now he's going to be suing Konami. <laughs> Yep. Why? <laughs> because he's using his like. They're because using they his use this likeness, likeness and the they're game. using. Um, like it's not just like well he kind of looks like the guy. They're using the like fact him. that he looks exactly like him and that he's doing a head transplant. Well, the head transplant in the game is totally a rumor. It's never mm -hmm. been confirmed. It's all. But he's hypothesis. a surgeon in the game. Yeah, he is a surgeon, but like he looks you, exactly the same. You you could pro you could probably get a judge to throw that out, but if somebody does get their head replaced in Metal Gear, you're totally yeah. fucked. Like you you've ripped this dude's everything off. Like you you we know you're you're full of shit. Like, well, and I we think there may be evidence of Konami like either meeting this guy or finding. Something from this guy, like there's some evidence that that it is stolen. I think. Yeah. So it's going to be this hard is... for them to like explain away. Yeah. It's fucking Kojima. This is what this is. He is a magnificent bastard. <laughs> you know. You know what I want? I want Hideo Kojima to come out on the Xbox stage and go. Metal Gear Solid One through Four and Xbox One fully remastered. Just walk off. That would That's be awesome. Happened. It's not. It's not happening. <laughs> I want to play all those games. No, but Here's the issue with the remastering though is Metal Gear Solid One can only be remastered on Nintendo consoles. Microsoft, or no, not Microsoft. Nintendo owns the license for it. That's why you never saw it come on the PS3 or PS4 because of the Wii it game. They emulate it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you mean Metal Gear One? You, you, the Metal Gear Solid, Solid one. one. Yeah, that one. Nintendo has the rights. Yeah. 
Yeah, but nobody wants Twin well, Snakes. Just put the PS1 no. game on it. No, but people want a remastered version of it. Yeah, just do it like Resident Evil. Don't call, don't call it Twin Snakes. Well, I nah, think that there's nah, weird parts where you can't remaster it after it's been remastered and then call it something different because Nintendo mm. owns... For some reason, how however that contract with, came out is because Nintendo owns the rights to do it. To remasterings yeah. of that game. So I mean, even if it's just two and three and four, or just four, for Christ's sake, um, it's really really should be whichever one leads up most to five that isn't Ground Zeroes. Yeah, which would, it would be, be, it would be three. three and Peace Walker. Yeah, well, I mean, three is pretty good from what I've seen. There's a, there's a there's a YouTuber named Matthew Matosis who has done an over thirty minute video on every Metal Gear Solid game. Um, like, and he does an he does a, a nearly hour and a half long video on Metal Gear Solid Four. He goes in depth of each of them. Um, and they are they're pretty good explanations of yeah the order what the weird. game is. The order's um, like three, and then Peace Walker, and then Metal Gear One, two. Then I mean, four. sorry, no, I'm sorry. Three, Peace Walker, the Ground Zeroes, and Phantom Pain, or whatever. Then it's yep. Metal Gear One, then two, then Revenge. Then two, then Metal Gear Solid, then Metal Gear Solid Two, then four. It's and really weird. And then yeah. Revengeance. Isn't the Phantom Pain supposed to be a sequel to a hidden ending in Peace Walker, which was a fucking PSP game? Probably. So. Knowing Kojima, yeah. it that's, is. That's Kojima. But, but I, yeah, I mean, as you know, as you guys said about Twin Snakes, but I don't see why they couldn't just put the original one on PS1 on there. Like, Supported, yeah. Predefy it and stuff, but Final I Fantasy VII. It is that what we're going to call it? You're going to put some actual effort into it, you know. Oh, you know, do some nice. They're they're going to have to change the line about plugging the controller into controller port two, for example, and you know, push the select button to answer the codec. Hold you know, the sync button that. to confuse them. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they do know, something they, they, like they can't do. So you've been playing Castlevania. They can't do that anymore, for example, for Psycho Mantis or something like yeah. that. Well, they could, uh, they could look at your Playing Killer Instinct. <laughs> yeah. I see you've been playing Call of Duty again. <laughs> All right. I mean... Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, unless you want to talk about Metal Gear more. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, because, I mean, Konami supposedly wanted Metal Gear Solid 4 and 360, and Kojima said no. So I think as much as Kojima leaving is it's a bad thing, it it could be pretty good for getting all the rest of them re-released yeah. sort of properly. So I, I it, thing is because the the PS3 controller is literally the worst thing I've ever held in my hands. And I, I don't agree. It anymore. I'm not a fan. I, it, it I, I would like arms to, numb. I would like to be able to play the game with a controller that is not terrible. All right, I'm gonna also say I did play uh, Geometry Wars Dimensions again. Because I always give that game a shot every time Why? I patch it. Because I'm the biggest Geometry Wars fan on the planet, but I just I can't stand this game. So I get through one round of it again, and then I just like fuck this game and I turned it off again forever. Just go and buy Wheel of Doom instead. I know. All right, and then I played Minecraft. I worked on Bear Cup and Sky statue. It's awesome. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Bear Cup and Sky is great. And we're gonna continue to work on this Minecraft map. That's the plan. Um, till I I made a full 
working bank on the pod. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just saw something burned it. But uh, I made a, a full uh, working bank with a functioning uh, uh, vault in it using redstone, and it's all covered in obsidian so people can't break in. It's a fucking thing of beauty. It really is. And I plan on doing a lot more redstone work uh, and playing a lot more Minecraft. And then I started posting pictures to or videos to Eric, and uh, I gave one to you too, Vern. I'm not sure if you looked at it, but people building computers in Minecraft. And somebody well, CPUs, actually, CPUs, or have they gotten to full computers now? No, they have like a desktop with a UI. It's full computer. Oh wow! So <laughs> don't get me wrong. That like they, you're talking about not eight kilobits of RAM. Like people made eight bits of RAM and have built actual full on. Computers with monitors. Look, they did something like that. You could uh, put in commands where it would uh, change the time of the day in the game itself, which is really cool. I don't, I don't care that they did it. I just want to know why. Because it's awesome. It took these people thousands of hours. Well, not thousands. It probably took them hundreds of hours to build this thing, and it's cool. I mean, it's. I look at it and I go, I want to build that, but. The only person I know would play with me is probably Maria, and trying to explain to her that I have no idea what the fuck we're doing at the same time, but we're going to copy this person's map so we can make an awesome kick-and-ass computer, it's, it's not going to happen. But it's just cool to see what people have done in that game. And I was uh, going down the rabbit hole of Minecraft. I saw somebody has an add-on for Minecraft called Reactor Craft, where you can make different forms of power sources like you can make nuclear power plants or you can make steam power plants or coal ones or fusion reactors or and i keep going down this rabbit hole i'm like why are you doing this why do this add-on what does it add and i've never found a reason to add it on to my pc version minecraft other than people just want to make nuclear reactors like it's not like you need power in minecraft you got redstone like, what's the point? But it's just, you know, it's that Minecraft kind of mentality of just build. No matter what, always build. But it's interesting, nonetheless. But yeah, I want to build a computer now in Minecraft. I want to. And I need to clear out, like, a couple mountain ranges so I can build enough RAM so that you can... What's interesting is you got to figure people are manually programming the RAM in the game by hand, each zero and one, so that they can make a computer, which is fucking... So bizarre. That, that's how they get the computer screen to work. It's, they're literally uh-huh. manually programming the RAM <laughs> with each little piece of stone. So it, it's awesome that people are doing it. But uh, I just don't know how well it would translate over to console, though. Like, it, I know the PC version would do it. But it's funny to watch piece, people's rigs just fucking crumble under the, the stress of simulating an 8-bit computer. Even on a monster PC rig. But, yeah, that's that's all I've been doing. I'm sorry to ramble on about that. Uh, um... Other than that, we played Master Chief Collection. That worked out good. I played more Saints Row 4. That was pretty much was a lot of fun. I haven't really played the new characters in Killer Instinct. Did we talk about Cinder on the podcast? 
I don't Not think really. so. His game review was last week. Cinder looks fucking awesome. It was on awesome. Friday, right? It looks really yeah, we, cool yeah. to use. Yeah, yeah we to didn't play talk with. about Cinder. Oh, let's yeah. talk about Cinder then. Michael, let's talk about how amazing his attacks are. I love cool. the fact that the mask comes off and it's just like a fire face or whatever. It's fucking pretty per- cool. Mm-hmm. His win pose is a his his currency one win pose, recreated from his cinematic. Um, yeah, he's it's a very interesting thing because every character is sort of like inspired by a character from a different game, and this he looks like a Marvel character from Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah. Um, it, if I were to suggest a character, look at a character called Nova from Marvel vs. Capcom Three, um, and you'll go, oh wow, there's some similarities there, but. He's cocky as shit, which he was in the original Killer Instinct. Uh, you know, there's a hour and a half of it that you can check on the Iron Galaxy Twitch stream if you want to watch it in full detail. But, you know, he's it's a really cool character with some fun tools and explosives. And he he's, he already has people saying he's, he's imbalanced already because of his burnouts. No, but he can Re- be punished really hard if he doesn't guess right. Yeah. It's all so. about like it seems like his character is all about reading other people, because if you can read the other person, know what the fuck they're gonna do, you're gonna punish the shit out of them with your moves. But if you fuck up, you're gonna get like your attacks don't hit that hard, so you're just gonna get screwed up real easily. That's why a lot of his attacks are about building up potential damage, yeah. so he can get into a combo and cash it out. So, um, it's it's. He's definitely a well thought out character. It's just hopefully he doesn't come out broken. So people are, will be bitching about who he is. All right. So, he looks yeah. like somebody I like to use, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. All right, Vern, have you been playing anything other than I have? <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Peggle. Peggle That's, right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Not much to say about Peggle, too. It's Peggle. So it's if you awesome. like Peggle, you like Peggle. <laughs> Have you got all the achievements yet? Oh, no, not even close. I'm not even going to try to get them all. I'm not like you, Steve. Oh, no. That's, that's I don't do that. I don't, I want I don't to. play games into the ground to the point where I don't enjoy them anymore. Oh, hey, hey, that's, that's, that's not fair. <laughs> Peggle 2 is easier not. a thousand points than Peggle 1 was, apparently. Yeah, well, they added DLC, so it's actually more than a thousand now. Um, but uh, I got through all the levels up to the that very last one. It's not a real character. I don't know the name of the character. And then I did all the challenges up to the zombie girl or whatever. That's as much as I've done so far. All it's right. fun, though. I like Peggle a lot. I like that feeling of when something awesome happens and you're like, yeah, I meant to do that. I meant to do that. Yeah, that of that. That's why, a- that's why you, get so, a, so. you get a long shot extra ball or something like that yeah. and it's like i got that i earned that hundred thousand points yeah, yeah. totally totally <laughs> it's fun me. though i like the presentation i love how exciting the game is for being a puzzle a stupid little puzzle game you know yeah. with the way the music uh kicks in when you finish the levels and everything it's awesome all the cat yeah, all right stop yeah. singing we can't we, no, no copyright infringement's going on here oh to joy um it's beethoven ninth yeah isn't it? Isn't it free? Not free market. Um, shoot, free use, that... like a yeah. It yes. probably is, but people's renditions of it might not be. 
Yeah, it would be so okay it, to sing it. it. Yeah, yeah, yes. I, I know, but free, I'm just, free just, you know. That, that's, that's one of the things my mom likes um, when I played Peggle. Uh, the original Peggle back with them is it was whenever whenever I would get an extreme fever, she would go crazy because she was a she's a singer, so she would always go, "Oh, I know this," and it's like you don't know anything else about the game, though, do you? All right. I, I remember when when I tried it when she tried to play Plants vs Zombies. Yeah. Yeah, it's awful. It's awful <laughs> watching people. It's 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 honestly it's still the the dual analog sticks that fucks up most people that don't play games. It's just mm-hmm. it's very complicated. Thing is though, you don't need dual analog sticks and plants versus zombies. You use one. I know. I'm just saying. It's just it's a mind game. Like I was trying to help my parents out, and I was like, "Hey, try this. It's a menu system. It's, you just got to use the D-pad. Now the controller's too complicated." <laughs> All right, not a problem. <laughs> it's just how it is, man. It's just how it is. Mm-hmm. But I think that's going to be it uh, for the show this week, unless anybody has anything else they want to talk about. Nope. Nope. Well, I think we're all good. We're all good? All right, please write us at letters at xboxuncut.com. That's letters at xboxuncut.com. We record the show every Thursday at 7 o'clock on Twitch. We love doing the show. Eastern we love time. Being here. Yeah, Eastern time. East. Not Easter time, but Eastern time. Um, so we are in the GMT. season of Easter. Yeah. Yep. But, yes, please write us at letters at xboxuncut.com. And, you know, write letters for Vern. Vern needs more letters. Vern, I know i got to read stuff. Vern is illiterate, and he's slowly learning to read. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So we Despite need having letters. a master's degree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's part of having the master's degree. He didn't know because they just handed him a sheet of paper. Our goal oh, okay. is so he can read, so he knows what he got. Vern um, knows two things: singing and fucking. <laughs> in that order. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you so much for tuning in this week, guys. Oh, what about Gene? We gotta Gene, thank him Gene? for being on the show. He's gone. Yeah, Gene was gone. good. Gene was good. Gene was awesome. He gave so us much needed flavor to the show. Check for you, real quick. You're not here. Thank you for being on, though. That was awesome. Yes. Hope you. But thanks for listening. Thanks for the people in the chat room for stuck with us the whole time. <laughs> Especially mm-hmm. you, guy that left. He's stuck around. The unsung hero has been here since the beginning. He has. Zorb's over here has been on here a long time, too. Yeah. And Chobel was at the beginning and the end. If I get burned to Chobel. sing the unsung <laughs> hero's name, do you change your name? <laughs> do you do you think the thing, do you think I'm watching his head just went pop and his brain just threw it and he's just like I've never thought of that before. Yeah. <laughs> You're Mine's my hero. <laughs> Alright. But uh thanks for everybody for tuning in. Thanks for all the people that did uh, watch this live and we'll uh-huh. be back next week with a exciting new episode of Xbox Live. See ya. Peace Thank out. Thank you. Right, See ya.